Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is the show where friends get to talk all things Invincible, a comic book and animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Wyatt, and I am joined, of course, by Ryan. Hello, everybody. TJ. Uh, it's pronounced Ryan Otley. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, and Bill. Hi, everybody. Oh my! How's God, it going? This it. is our first post SDCC episode. We have all made it back home and oh, recovered man. somewhat. How's everybody doing? I don't feel like I'm fully recovered. Yeah. Uh, TJ and I got back essentially uh, yesterday morning at like 2 a.m. So yesterday was kind of just like a wash. Today was like the first day where it's like. Mm-hmm getting our sea legs back kind of thing to reality. Yeah. Um, at least for myself. I don't know if it was the same for you, TJ, but like it, and then both days I worked yesterday and today. So mm-hmm. I, it's still just a fog and I'm starting to kind of see through the fog. Um, it was a wild ride. I'm yeah. excited to talk about it. I think next time, because this is rough, like <laughs> spending over a week at, at Comic-Con or, or a week in San Diego and then coming back to reality, having to not ha- getting to talk about it. Right. Yeah, but I understand the people that were just sitting in the like the halls, podcasting like with their phones, like just like recording an episode. I get it now. I fucking get it. So next Wait. time, I think that we should do that. Yeah, there were you people get, doing that. You get uh, you get that. I was gonna say how. Like I don't yeah. know how they're able to do that. We were so fried and busy and running around and like I went. We brought mics. We expected to yeah. record more there. I it never even came we up. We were just lazy because we spent like an hour at a time in our room and we could have fucking done it. We could have I walked more during those four days than I've walked in my entire life. So don't <laughs> you dare say that we were lazy. Okay. <laughs> my Apple Watch will tell you how many steps we got. In. I know, I know. I know. We <laughs> did record something though, but more on that later. Right. Yes. Uh more um, on... oh yeah, go ahead, DJ. Uh, I was gonna say, like uh... I when we went to San Diego, the three hour time difference, I never really fully adjusted to it the entire time that we were there until like the last day of Comic-Con. Uh, and then now I had to get used to it all over again coming back. Like every day we were we were up until, you know, 1 a.m. And then I was waking up naturally at like freaking 6 a.m every morning because of the time difference so i was only getting a couple hours of sleep every night uh it, it was brutal and then i came back and I, it's you have to get used to that again and wake yeah. up early and mm-hmm. for work it, it's it's been atrocious so yeah <laughs> it hasn't been fun but, but the people that the look, weirdly itself. i'm not i haven't been tired i just don't i feel strange yeah yeah i just feel off like it's like i not said right. it's like foggy and yeah. yeah my legs are I'm killing me still that to you can I say uh, something you, at the top of the episode? Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. The Adam Eve episode is coming. We're talking about San Diego here. Yeah. But just so everybody knows at the top of the episode, the Adam Eve episode there's, is coming. There's so much to talk about. It had to be yes. one or the other first. We wanted to get this out there because this is the bulk of the information. And well, it's still fresh in our minds. Yeah. Um, and we are definitely doing And we wanted to dedicate an entire episode to Adam Eve, as we should. We got a whole yes. episode of Invincible to talk about. Um, so we're not going to cram it into this one, but keep an eye out for that. That will be coming soon. Very soon. 
more housekeeping, you can uh, email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com, like so many of you did, which we'll read soon throughout this episode. Uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we, of course, have the website, theinvinciblepodcast.com. And we're also on TikTok now, where we're posting clips from the show. TJ's been doing Fan Art Fridays each Friday, where we're getting to see some of his commissions. We did a little, like, walk and talk from the convention yeah. floor on TikTok. Lots of good stuff over there. So go, give, right. us, go give us a follow over there. Right, um, you're so like your voice, like doing everything. You're just like so calm, and it's just I relaxing. Know you know this? It's like, like podcast I, ASMR. I teach kids all the time, you know. So like, I have that teacher voice. voice. You have kind to of, keep everybody calm. You're keeping Maybe you're a little keeping more Bill as the teacher voice. <laughs> <laughs> you're keeping Bill very docile, so it's working, working. You know, somebody somebody's got to borderline so job, borderline <laughs> docile. <laughs> um another thing to go over we obviously talk about spoilers on this podcast so if you haven't read the comics go do that and then come back and watch us or if you don't care about spoilers i guess stick around and listen uh we also did a couple of other podcasts about oblivion song and then chroma uh so we have the oblivion song podcast and chroma cast you could go find those if you're reading either of those series which you should Mm-hmm. And we have a giveaway that we're going to be doing in this episode. Ryan, do you want to talk about what we're giving away? That's right. We teased it last episode, but uh, the folks over at Mantic Games offered to send us a copy of the Invincible Dice Game. Um, this uh, and and they they offered to send it, and we're like, thank you, we appreciate it. We're going to San Diego Comic Con. We're going to get our hands on it ourselves. We're going to use this for a giveaway. So we're giving this away to one of our listeners. Uh, or viewers, I should say, because we're going to do it through YouTube. Um, how we want to give this away is um, leave a comment. Leave a comment below. Like the video, leave a comment below, and then we're going to randomly generate uh, a winner uh, from those comments. And we're going to reply to that comment. So make sure you can see replies to comments and everything on YouTube um, and ask you and say, hey, you won. Send us an email over at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com so we can get you know addresses and everything like that. And uh, and then we're going to send it out to you, preferably U.S. only. Sorry, continental U.S. only as far as shipping and everything right now. Um, that would be great. So and you uh, don't I also, I also recommend it if uh, you guys could like let somebody get it that doesn't have this. You know, if you got to order it online, this was made available online through Skybound and Mantic Games. Um, you can get this through them. I think you still can get this through them. If you got a chance to get it. Great. Let somebody win this that wasn't able to get it. Um, uh, we really want this to go to somebody that is a fan that really, really, you know, wants it and wasn't lucky enough to get one. Not saying that you shouldn't leave a comment on YouTube, because if you want to comment on this video, then absolutely do. But just make mention that you don't need the giveaway. You got the game. Right? Yeah. Because or if I tell you, you one. Need, uh, yeah. yeah. Also, exactly. to, uh, be, to be eligible to get this game, you don't have to subscribe to our YouTube channel, or follow us on Twitter, or follow us on TikTok. But it would be nice. It'd be cool. Yeah, no, no, nice. break it all feel great. Like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a way to select it in the randomizer to subscribers only, but I don't know if there is. But oh. just to be safe, maybe yeah. we'll do that. Maybe let we me will. say I don't know. that I am the worst person in the world when it comes to learning a new board game that's like really complicated. That's not Monopoly. This game so yeah is so fun because it is so easy to you can literally learn to play it in 5 minutes and be addicted to it and it's so fun it's it's really bad for impulsive people 
Um, so those gamblers out there, but it's a lot of fun. Trust me, you want this. It could game. be good if you, if you don't people. win it. If you don't win it, definitely go and uh, order it because it's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, honestly, this, this is, isn't the, like a gimmick game either. It really is like a yep. fun game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we filmed a video of us playing it in the hotel room, and uh, it ended up being close to an hour long. That video will be ready soon. That's probably going to go within the next few days or so. Um, really excited for everybody to check that out. It was a lot of fun to play. Um, this when we and- post that though, how how would people know? If, uh, if when we post that, oh, they have to actually subscribe, TJ. That's one mm-hmm. thing that they have to do because it's just going to oh. drop randomly. So okay, so that in that if they were to do that, then they would get like a notification on their phone. They have, type to, of thing? They have to get notifications. Yeah, they'd have well, to if, if they turn notifications, they have to click that bell. You know. Oh what yeah. I mean? There yeah. you go. <laughs> just do it. We do, we're not annoying. We don't do we don't do stuff that much. It's not like you're going to be getting constant notifications. God, so yeah, just so keep mad for those why. videos. I'm just so mad. <laughs> leave a comment for the giveaway um really excited for uh for more of this stuff and to talk more about uh invincible in board games yeah bill you're drinking a cherry cider this is my second cherry cider i invented those <laughs> which may or may those. not be um it's just normal cherry cider it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> all right so we are gonna move into our main topic slash news slash san diego comic-con recap because it's all it's it's all all just a lot there's no real good way to like separate the news from like all of our stories so we're gonna recap the trip talk about the news as it was announced talk about all have some emails in there of other people reacting as well and i think going through it chronologically is going to help us wrap our head around this whole trip like that's what this podcast is about we're not just talking about the news that happened we're talking about the trip yeah. with the news as it happened and uh and uh at the very top we just got to give a shout out to kyle higgins who you know if you've been listening to us you know that he's a friend of ours um he reached out a long time ago to tell us about uh radiant black and we've been friends with him ever since then and getting to work with him i've been helping out yeah getting to help him out with uh black market narrative and moderate the panel and do all that kind of stuff is what made it possible for us to go to San Diego Comic-Con. So a huge shout out to Kyle Higgins and all the comics through Black Market Narrative, which we strongly recommend not only because we are so close to it, but we legitimately really enjoy those comic books. So big shout out to him and uh, all of that. So check him out. To be clear, this was like a major, major dream of ours. And the things that happened at the con um, were were incredible (laughs) and could not have happened without Kyle. So yeah. We all we all thank you very much, Kyle. Go yeah. read Radiant Black and everything in the Massiverse. That's right. And then before <laughs> we even actually went to Comic-Con, piece of news that happened in between our last episode is one of Ryan's predictions came true <laughs> and a mobile game was announced. Less than so 24 hours. Guarding the globe uh, has been announced. Typical and fashion. To lead into that, we do have an email from Jordan Gilbert. Uh, he says, hey, guys, long time no talk. Hope all is well. And I'm enjoying Wyatt as the new addition to the show. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, he talks a little more about the Adam Eve special, which I've saved for when we do our Adam Eve episode. But he okay. also adds, I did want to ask you guys your thoughts on the outrage towards the announcement of Guarding the Globe mobile game that a lot of people seem to have thought it was a fake out and extremely misleading. As an Invincible fan, I'm excited to get anything new, but as mobile games are, they just might be revolving around a paywall. What do you guys think? Excited for the future of Invincible. Love always, Jordan Gilbert. I'll go first. Can I? Go. I have a lot to say. Go ahead, though. Okay. All right. 
I didn't know this that there was going to be outrage. a four-hour episode. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't. Invincible HQ called it. So um, I didn't know that there was outrage. Um, I'm flabbergasted that there would be because regardless of the type of game that it is, like, I'm fucking stoked. Like, to have it, yeah. to have Invincible pocket-sized in my phone that I can play with whenever I want to to collect all these characters to power them up, like... Yeah, like the the paywall thing, like all that kind of stuff. Like that's all just part of it. But I think that it's awesome. Why not? Why not? Okay, so why I think not get invincible. The, the the bit of outrage that I saw were also coming from people saying, "What's this? We want an open world game." You know, yeah. like yeah, like that's not yo, happening, bro. That's not what this is. First yeah, of all, yeah. like Superman can't even get an open world game. Like you're that's that's not going to happen. And if it ever happens, it's not going to happen anytime soon. A lot of this is expectations. Know yeah. what you're getting, like. It's a mobile game. And you know what? We played a bunch of it uh, at the convention. I go Can I and talk it, about it? What's that? Are we, are we at the segment where we talk I about think now's playing a good time to the just mobile talk game? About the mobile game. Yeah. Okay. So we got to see it at preview night. I got to speak with some of the, uh, the team behind the game. I think one of the guys, I forgot his name, was the developer or one of the developers. I spent at least a half an hour talking to him. Like he pulled out Ryan a notebook, was, was taking people. notes. Like he had a Swedish accent or something. He was awesome. Was pretty cool. French. Uh, it's in French. Montpellier. Um, but the uh, Ubisoft or Ubisoft. Um, oh, okay. But anyways, the uh, uh, getting to play it for a while, I asked him everything from like the different currencies in the game, outfits, what the how the store works, how the missions work, the different ways that go about it. Like. I went deep into this and um, I share the hesitation with a lot of people when it comes to a cash grabby mobile game type thing. Um, they are aware of that. They said there isn't going to be the paywall kind of cash grab kind of stuff. It's a mobile game. There's going to be microtransactions. That's just how it works. If you're able to buy currencies and everything like that. But like I said, know what this is. This is going to be a fun, simple, like yeah, just. I'll, uh, I'll, I will spend just, just <laughs> auto deduct dollars on my paycheck each week because it's, it's just. I will having... own every character, every weapon, every accessory. Mm -hmm. I want it so, all. So, for those of you that don't know, it is going to be a, a persistent uh, action mobile game type thing where you're going to have your squad of characters that are going to always be fighting, and as they're always fighting, they'll generate currencies and everything like that that you're and, and resources that you're going to re receive. There is also going to be missions that you can send them out on. And that's the main clutch of the game where you're going to be able to choose your team and send them out. Now, the whole theme of the story of this game is that some clones have been arriving and why and everything like that. They've actually been working with Kirkman and the writing team to develop a story for this. Um, awesome. So you're basically collecting multiple versions of characters. So I use Rexplode as an example all the time. Rexplode, you have your Rexplode. TJ has his Rexplode character that he gets early in the game. Hold He's on, hold on, have hold on, hold on. Go ahead. So we started playing, and Ryan, I'll let you... We started playing the game. You start out as Duplicate for the demo, right? Just for the demo for San Diego. We started out... We, I went through the Duplicate thing. Maybe took two minutes to get through Duplicate. Then it, it auto-goes to the... like You don't get to choose for the demo. It, you, you go yeah, automatically the to the next character. The next character was Rexplode. Wyatt, you saw my reaction. I was going to interrupt you. I didn't want to interrupt, but I was going to say I was standing behind TJ when he was playing the demo first. And yeah, you're playing as duplicate. You unlock or explode, and I hear this like, oh, like so <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and I immediately was like, oh, I we're our audience at least of us who care about Invincible so much like this. 
are not even going to really care if the gameplay is not as thrilling as we hope it to be. The idea of like collecting these characters and unlocking them. And he pops up and has a little text box of his dialogue and it's well written. Like it, it feels it is. right for the characters. It, it, yeah, that kind of stuff is exciting to me. How the gameplay works out, how the monetization stuff works out. Obviously that's like stuff that we'll wait and see once we play, but mm-hmm. I, I'm excited just to see, for us to get to do that where we're collecting these characters and seeing how it all unfolds it's leveling them up and yeah yeah and i i can see i think some of the frustration from is really from like the trailer specifically because it starts out with of course it does not show gameplay until the very end of the trailer after they've announced it it's a full cg trailer that is not going to look exactly like what you're playing so I, i understand some people feeling frustrated or feel like that was a fake out i think that's just kind of a thing that I've gotten used to with video game trailers is that like until I see gameplay, I'm not convincing myself one way or the other of what it is. So when I first saw the trailer, it was a lot of just like excitement of like, oh my God, Invincible is getting a a game of some kind. This is and this is an art style that's a little different. And and it's a mobile game and it's something that, you know, might not be my preferred type of video game necessarily. But just like Jordan says, like the idea that we're getting more invincible in a different format in a different type of content is just showing that the ip is growing and that there's yeah. a demand for that and that's exciting like that's yeah. super there's, cool. a, there's a ton yeah, of characters like we go ahead this isn't the invincible video game so don't yeah. like get caught up on that no point. it's a if, but it's a yeah, in the, it's, yes it's, exactly. exactly if they came out with invincible rollerblades i would buy them if they came out with <laughs> <laughs> honestly like if they came out yeah. with an invincible steering wheel cover i would fucking buy it i wouldn't complain yeah. and be like oh an invincible steering wheel cover i wanted an open world fucking video game with with vr <laughs> and i can fly like well you know what i guarantee we'll get that eventually but this is just one step it's just more stuff yeah, more yeah. Stuff. And, 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 awesome. and and like i said they they have the best intentions like they're they're trying to make this a really yeah. good game you know Right. Just know that it is that kind of game and enjoy it yeah. for what it is. If you play it for an hour a day or when you're just, you know, waiting at a bus stop or sitting in line or whatever, just like you pop yeah. in and you play a little bit, you see these characters, you unlock Magmaniac, like you unlock Tether Tyrant, you yeah. unlock. Would you, you rather know, play Immortal uh, or, or Candy Crush or fucking an Invincible version? And, of that? and, and so, one thing to know it is only based on the show. It is using the, the 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 character models for the most part. Uh, War Woman is actually it was interesting. War Woman looks a little bit more like she does in the comic, but because I they talked started to about it before that, the show. and they said that they started the character design for her before they decided that it was going to be directly off the show. Um, so there's a, a a little bit of a, a, a you know crossover right so there. So that means that but otherwise characters later there in the will series. be yep they said there will be new characters coming you know every every few weeks or month or whatever and there'll be um, ones added throughout as the show is happening through season two so if a new character appears they or they appear in a new outfit or new costume that character would you know show up and everything how isn't this exciting We'll move on because there's a lot to cover, but I don't yeah, know yeah. how this isn't exciting, guys. That's it's great. Again, yeah. just have your expectations. Anyone who has outrage about it, that's so ridiculous. I played yeah. as Rex Blode in a video game. <laughs> sure, it's mobile, all right, but we're we're getting there, right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. and honestly, like it. I've never really played mobile games like that before, and it was it was fun. It really was yeah. fun. Yeah. So I've played on. like the Simpsons one before, which is really fun. Like you build up Springfield, and like you send people out to go do stuff and everything oh yeah i remember that it's fun it's a fun yeah. fucking mindless and thing I, and this is gonna be fun because it's invincible 
And yeah. I'm sure once it releases or when they do the like preview access, we'll do another episode where we give like yeah. updates on like our thoughts once we've of actually course, we're definitely gonna be played, talking a, played about a bigger it. chunk oh, yeah. of it. Again, yeah. not to harp on it too much. The dice game isn't Gloomhaven, it isn't Ark Nova, it isn't Scythe, it isn't this massive board game. It is what it is. So it's exciting yeah. for what it is. And we yeah. had a lot of fun with it. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Moving into the chronological events, starting <laughs> with Wednesday, <laughs> where we are all flying out to San Diego uh, for preview night to like get ready for San Diego. Also on that day, Void Rivals number two came out. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Void Rivals that much because we were all flying to Comic-Con during that. Uh, a lot of us like got to it a little bit later. I'm mm-hmm. sure we are going to revisit Void Rivals in a future episode, but I, we will. I just, it's Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici, so of course yeah. it's great. We'll it's talk great. about it. I read it an hour ago. Good stuff. Nice. We'll talk yeah. more about it later. So we all arrived. Nicole came with me. So it was me and Nicole uh, flew in and we got in a little bit earlier than you guys did because we had a much shorter flight than you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, We got into our hotel. And then before you guys even got there, I went to go pick up my badges outside the con. And as I was like waiting to pick up my badges, Ryan Otley just walked by me outside of the con. And I (laughs) was like freaking out. I text you guys about it. Uh, But he was like, he had already passed me when I realized it. So I was like, oh. I'm not going to chase after him and like tap him on the shoulder. That would be weird. I don't want to do that. But then like five minutes later, he came back walking the other way. And I just like walked to him. I was like, you're Ryan Otley, aren't you? And he's like, I am. And I was like, my name's Wyatt. I introduced myself, talk about the podcast. He was super nice, super excited. We were talking. He was talk- telling me all about the Skybound booth because he had already gone inside. We were talking about the big giant building raft that Invincible had. It was super cool to to get to meet him and and say hello and it was just the most crazy way to start my Comic-Con experience <laughs> because it was filled with moments of me being like, oh, I know that person from the internet and like freaking out. And to have the first experience of that be Ryan Otley just walking by me, just like I was just frazzled for like the rest of the day. It was it was crazy. We had a similar experience standing in line, checking into our hotel room, and Sean Kirkham showed up right next nice. to us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sean Kirkham found probably us. get mentioned a lot throughout this episode because he just found us like six or seven times throughout. Yeah. I think we'll just spo- let's just spoil up. it. Yeah, let's just spoil it now. Literally every day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Sean Kirkham would just pop up. Just and whether whether it would be us running into him or him running into us great fucking dude yeah always exciting to talk to like yeah. my favorite guy, pop-up, busy fucking guy. my favorite my favorite sean kirkham pop-up of the weekend was when we were in this massive line for food but we were like halfway through the line and he just like showed up at the line and you're like oh hey guys how's it going and just kind of like <laughs> it was it was wednesday and it was 11 o'clock at night and i i broke my leg so i'm walking around <laughs> and I can barely walk. We go out to the to the Fifth Ave and like the city and stuff. We can't find anywhere to eat. Everywhere is closing. So then we end up going fucking back to the hotel. Bill can't where walk. we started. He's I can't like dragging. Walk. Yeah, yeah, I was dragging my foot behind me, and we're in line for the only place that's open in the hotel. And Sean Kirkham walks up, as tired looking as us, and he like joins us in line. He's like, "Oh, hey guys, thanks for holding my spot in line." Like. Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> Number two, Sean Kirkham spotting was when we we're sitting in a panel. I gotta do it. This we're is, sitting in a panel, and he tweets out like, "Oh, 
checking out the uh, Energon Universe panel or whatever, and we turn around and he's Me in the and back. Ryan. <laughs> I remember you, you showed what, it was, it was you very showed me the to not take a picture and zoom in on yeah, him yeah. and then reply with that photo. <laughs> yeah. He was you like me the Agent tweet Colson before we saw trip. him. What was he, that? He was like our Agent Colson of our trip. He just had a cameo yes. appearance yes. in everything that we had. Yeah. And great. then the yeah. third appearance that we got to give a shout out to was we're in the booth and I'll try and include the clip here. We were going into the booth to the 3D photo thing and he just shows up at the booth like, what's going on, guys? Everyone get in <laughs> here. So we had Sean come in to take the photo with us ridiculous for the record yeah this this little circle that you have to stand on that's a platform that's off the ground about four inches is not big enough for the four of us and we it's fit tiny. sean kirkham and the four of us on it and barely made it where i got so close to sean guys i don't know man it we're, we're, all, of... we're all a lot closer than we were before <laughs> we, say we say we we True. say we all fit but we didn't really fit and the camera hit my foot so yeah. there's a little little mess little up there, but there. please please uh, put was... that video in here, Ryan, because that, that part is the funniest. Where the camera is spinning in this cool Avengers 360 shot, and then you see the camera go come 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 come, and TJ goes, "Oh no!" What's oh, funny no. is like I I couldn't see it because I was posing really fucking seriously, right? Yeah, and you just hear the camera go, <laughs> yeah, and we're and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And TJ's like, "Oh, it's my butt." Thank God we didn't break it. Can you imagine? <laughs> that was great. Um. So that, that Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday we went, Nicole and I got into uh, preview night before you guys had got there. And this was a question we had going into Comic-Con was how expensive are the Ryan Otley mystery boxes going to be? Like we were expecting them to be very, very pricey. His commissions have, have gotten more expensive and everything. Um, so we were expecting like $500 or something like that. Nicole and I walked past. I was expecting eight. Yeah. Nicole and I walked past his booth and saw that they were only 150. Got very excited. Nicole and I both got the uh, uh, mystery boxes and got awesome stuff in them. Uh, I've he posted a, a couple point. of pictures on my Twitter uh, of some of the ones, but yeah, it was it was really cool. The mystery boxes he, were some of the best merch that we got. He talked yeah. about it online. He made a point to say like, I don't like mystery boxes. I wanted to make sure like every single one has value and that yeah. there were a ton of winners, whether they be CGC slabs or prints or whatever um, with the chance of winning the, you know, the official artwork uh, as well. Yeah. Like Chrome battle beast cover. If, yep. if anyone, if there are any creators out there that want to know how to do it right and they want to make a lot of money, uh, just do what Otley did. Cause it was, ex <laughs> it was exciting. Yeah. Like we would, stick we around and, yeah we would stick around because like tj it's the funniest fucking thing like he would go up and buy one and he wouldn't win the grand prize and then we would sit there and wait for the person to buy it after him and that person yeah. every time would fucking be a winner <laughs> and it was so yeah. funny i loved it it was it was a highlight of my comic-con is just, <laughs> just get a little bit lower each <laughs> box came with one of those amazing adam e variants as well yeah. which were awesome um i luckily enough won the uh jikli whatever the the print on the really cool paper which came with a ryan otley uh remark on the bottom i'll include the photo um but yeah the the mystery boxes were really cool and they they did a good job with those yeah and we met um ryan otley had his uh girlfriend i correct me if i'm wrong i think it's michelle is that correct i think i so. think it I think might so. be michelle i think but so. it was just a lot of fun yeah 
talking with them and and Otley yeah. seemed really excited to be there and just super fun always yeah. to like I mean, talk to everybody you know as everybody, everybody knows we, this was a big year for invincible so he was he was excited too yeah uh we each got a mystery box and like you said like they were incredible stuff in all of them i got two of them um so yeah there's like the foil that wyatt got uh ryan got the the slab i think uh bill got a different foil of the of the same um yep battle beast cover so like on great great comics in there there's some signed stuff in there there was some signed stuff in there there's some donny kate signed stuff in there with hall oh yeah um it was it was really really cool boxes yeah i, I thought it was ironic that I got a signed... issue one that was nice. signed by otley very excited about that yeah. one um, we also made it over to the Skybound booth. I mean, preview night had a lot because it was just overwhelming and like, oh, wow, this is like, we're seeing everything for the first time. And the, the convention hall is massive. It's huge. It was so big to the point where like, if there was something at one end, it was common for us to just be like, nah, man, it's just for the record, it's, yeah. it's over there. Like You have to set aside at least 20 minutes just to get to the side. Yeah. Preview night? Find out if there's a line. And then you yeah, might just be yeah. like, nope, it's gone, or they're not there, yeah. or Ryan's not at his table, or what, and then be like, guess I'm going to spend another 20 minutes going yeah. back to where I was. But you could do it in a way that is just like beelining it to where you have to go, or you could do it the fun way, which is what I did a lot of the time, which is just like zigzag between all of the vendors and just kind of see everything and take it all in. Yeah. But to be fair, preview night, I don't know why they call it preview night. It's fucking day one of the con. Like everything <laughs> yeah. is open. Like no, yeah, it's for about, real. It's just an yeah. extra. I think it's just hours it's a couple to see hours. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we also got to check out the Skybound booth, which looked incredible. They did such a good job with the Invincible wraps on it. They had that new Invincible poster, which, by the way, this was announced like the day before as well. The Invincible yeah. poster coming soon. It had everybody crammed into the train. Um, you know, that we've, you know, we've talked about this now on Twitter and everywhere else, but at, uh, duplicate had the numbers on her shirt, uh, that had the, the, the release date of, of yep. the season, which we'll talk more about later. Um, you get to see a bunch of little things. I posted them over on, uh, Twitter, but maybe I'll try and include them here if I remember. Um, but having like robot looking at the trans, you know, transformative curses or whatever, mm-hmm. like working on Amanda's problem. You've got yeah. Debbie reading about being single in your forties or, uh, mm-hmm. or that book you've got, um, the there's way immortal is looking at... yeah. Yes. There's yeah. multiple angstroms. You've got the way immortal is looking at duplicate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mark's watch has the release date of issue one, like great, great poster, such a fun poster. Yeah. Just packed with stuff. You got the sequids or sequids up in the rafters. Sequids. Um, cool poster. And to see that massive size on the side of the booth, along with all the other invincible wraps around it and everything, such a cool, such a such a cool job. Uh, and that's also where we got our first go at the merch, which I don't know if you guys noticed, like throughout the con, that stuff sold out fast. The dice yeah, game was yeah. gone. The um, Burger Mart boxes were gone pretty quick. I've got a couple stuff here, but we've got our Burger Mart box. Uh, the pin set that came with this really nice oh, box. The pin set is so cool. And I think I that's the here. thing that has the bracelet in it, right? Mm-hmm. That... No, this one didn't come with oh, the bracelet. No, it the the Burger Mart box did. So yeah, we got your lanyard They're and your so pins. Pretty. So awesome. And the box is so nice. Like you, you can never throw the box away. I yeah. know, right? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, the Bergamart came with like the the you know the little card slab and the uh, mm-hmm. the stickers and the uh, uh, Omni Man pin, the Bergamart stress ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got the little wristband, which which we were trying to figure out for for, for a, a while. Bit yeah, uh, there's a little piece tap? on it that says tap. We couldn't well, figure it out, but Bill, yeah. it, I, I posted, it. yeah, I posted something on Twitter and, 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 uh, actually Jose, a fan of the podcast, um, friend of the podcast, he's, he actually, saw uh, him tagged, too. he, yeah, mm-hmm. we saw him every day, every day. Um, he tagged skybound in it and they said, and they finally replied, tap it to your camera on your phone. So I don't know if we're just old. The first thing I did was take a picture that, of it, right? I did too. I was like waiting. Yeah. Dude. Trying to scan it like a QR code. And I even said TJ. Yeah. I was like, TJ, because he had it on at the time. I'm like, I think it's a QR code. They said use your camera. Yeah. So the amount of time because... that I just spent going. Dude. Like, tapping it Dude. on her. So I did it. I was tapping it on my phone. So first of all, I gave it, I gave the bracelet to Riker, my son. And so I'm in bed. It's like <laughs> 11 o'clock at night, right? When it when when I finally saw it. So I'm like getting clothes back on and I'm like knocking on Riker's door. Riker, are you awake? <laughs> so then I go, I'm like, give me my wristband. He has it on and I'm like, I need it. I need the wristband. He's like asleep and you're like pulling it. <laughs> so, then, so then seriously, we're both sitting on his bed and it's 11 o'clock at night and we're like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> so then finally the, the link tree pops up and it it's very cool. It has, I I, I copied it on Twitter, but um, it's got a link to the 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 anime episode the trailer um some really cool 20th anniversary merch um yeah. and then so, some other cool links as well so to the yeah, instagram like a, and stuff like that like an exclusive web like landing page of all that yeah. stuff it's yeah, really mean. cool very and cool speaking of jose that was i ran in, into him for the first time wednesday night when nicole and i had got there and you guys weren't there yet when we walked over to the skybound booth there was already this huge line and like I walked up to him, not knowing it was him, but he was holding a sign that said <laughs> the line is capped here. And I was just like, hey, is this the end of the line? And he looks at me, and goes, Wyatt. And I was like, how do you know who I am? I was like so <laughs> concerned for a second. He's like, it's me, Jose. And I was like, oh, my God. It was that was another like really cool moment of just like randomly running into somebody you weren't expecting to. And and yeah, being recognized from the podcast was was awesome. And yeah, we saw Jose probably every day. And he was always yeah, great. Definitely. Was awesome. Yeah. They uh, they, we also was... discovered that they yeah. had this like scavenger hunt type thing going on at the booth for something that we didn't know existed, which was the Capullo variant in black and white. Yeah. Um, so you had to do four different things. You had to take a picture in their wraparound booth that we already talked about. You had to listen to Impact Winter, the preview for that um, uh, audiobook uh, in one of their stations. You had to sign up for the new Skybound Insiders, which they completely revamped, by the way, and it's pretty cool looking. So check out Skybound Insiders. And then you had to either play Guarding the Globe or WrestleQuest. Uh, and if you got all four of those, you turn the card in and get a the free variant. And that's it. Yeah, that was awesome. So then Thursday, the first like full day, technically, at the con... We went and found the big like building wrap that you might have seen on Ryan Otley's Twitter, a bunch of people posting about it, um, and got to like just see Invincible giant billboard on a building and took some pictures of that. That was super awesome just to see it, you mm-hmm. know, like that. Yeah. Um, 
And then Thursday, there wasn't really any like big panels or anything that we were trying to go to. But then we uh, ended up eventually meeting up with Mitch, who lives in San Diego. Mitch Craftman, as you know him from the podcast podcast. And the Uh, enemy of my life. (laughs) And TJ's mortal enemy, which was very fun. Piling into the back of his car. Oh, my God. A little tricky with four of us piling into the back of his car. It was a little tight. It was a little tight. Five five of us. Five of us. Oh, I know. Just four of us in the back. Yes, just yeah. four of us. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It felt. I but, said it. I said it then, but it felt very much. Anyone who's been eighteen years old and and, yes. and like tunneling into a Ford Taurus, like a coupe, <laughs> knows what this felt like. And I was like, wow. I thought that this part of my life was over with. Oh you know, no. But I'm very were, glad that it's happening now. We're crammed in there, belting out yellow card. Like no, it was. <laughs> oh my god, it was it a was good great. time. But he showed us. Uh, um, uh, Old Town took us to a great Mexican spot. Uh, had some really good Mexican food where they were making tortillas right there on the spot and everything like uh, just walking around, going to the little shops, getting some candy and some root beer and just hanging out. And it was just gorgeous. It was cool to mm-hmm. see. I'm so glad we did that because otherwise uh, we wouldn't really have seen much other yeah. than the convention both times, both right. there. Yeah. And when he took us later to uh, um, I forgot the area, not too far from the convention area, but right yeah. on the beach there or on the water um to a, a a brewery and had a great time then too but uh yeah it was great yeah tj what is your updated or not updated opinion of mexican food now that you've had more mexican food uh so in I've, san diego yeah tj first so of all I've tj just... why are you wearing a fucking oh my hoodie gosh right now? it's 80 <laughs> degrees outside and, you're wearing, and you have a hoodie on <laughs> so i'm gonna answer why it's question i think That's um <laughs> so I think I just don't like the majority of Mexican ingredients. I don't like cilantro, tomatoes, olives, sour cream. I don't oh. like salsa. I don't has like the theory that it's cumin that that you're not cumin. Liking, I don't like cumin. Yeah, Mexican I like food, yeah. all all that type of stuff. I don't like. But if I can get something that doesn't have any of those ingredients in it, then it's not bad. Right, it's not bad. Steak and tortilla chips and meat and cheese. You got it. You got it. So, and then to wrap up Thursday, after we went and had dinner with Mitch, we went back to the con because there was a 10 p.m. panel where Greg Miller was hosting it from Kind of Funny, who you guys have had on the show before. Yeah, Uh, we love Greg. Greg's the reason we got into podcasting. Yeah, day one. It's 10 p.m. It's actually 10, 11, 12, 1 a.m. Yes, exactly. So we got when the panel started. Yeah, yeah. So we got to see him host that panel and we got to watch the first episode of Twisted Metal, which, you know, yeah, very fun. fun. I, I, I'm fun. looking forward funny. to watching the rest of it. It's not like, you know, it. like we've already I don't think said it's the last of us, but it's also not bad. Like, like it, we've it, not it supposed to be fun. the last of us. Like yeah. we've said already, have your expectations. Like, just yeah. just know what you're getting here, yeah, you know, and, exactly. and, and have fun with it. But that um, panel was read... also a lot of fun because Greg did a version of Kind of Funny's game show they do called Kind of Feudy right afterwards, which I provided the music for. I got to, I made some music for them. And so that was really exciting for me to just like hear music that I made playing at a panel at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Like nobody else With knew Greg that Miller I made the music, but the five of us are like looking at each other like, it's my song. <laughs> like yeah. it was, it was very exciting. That was cool. And of course, got to uh, go up uh, afterwards and, you know, shake his hand again, say hi to Greg. And he expressed excitement for the podcast and, you know, mentioned that he'd love to come on again sometime. I know he's a really busy guy and, you know, we'll do what we can. Um, But just like getting to chat 
chat with him again was was great and you know that was fun getting to see him it was just one of those things where it's like after the week that we had it was like oh my god we met greg miller again we're like yeah you know five six years ago that was like the reason i would drive to new york city or, or or toronto or tj would go to you know san francisco for an event just to see greg and hang out with greg. you know like yeah. oh yeah we met greg yeah. you know just like just the fact that, yeah crazy mm-hmm. so that was thursday um and then friday was the big day we knew friday was gonna be packed full of stuff not just because all the major like invincible panels were that day but also, Ryan was hosting the Massiverse panel that day, which we talked about a little bit. Um, we did go and do the Invincible like 360 photo booth thing that we talked about before then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, because the, every the day they panel... changed, every day they changed out the uh, the photo booth. It would be Transformers yeah. themed, or Walking Dead themed, or Invincible themed. And we went Friday in the morning early just to like get to the pan the show floor early and walk around and we're like oh my god look at this we guys and like we were texting each other be like everybody get here as soon as you can we gotta take a photo of this before mm-hmm. panels start because had a really busy day and i had a lot to figure out before the massiverse panel so i had still had things to prep for that so it was like all right let's hurry up and get this photo and that's when we had sean kirkham show up and take uh do the video with him um but yeah that was that was cool and the massiverse panel was i thought really cool i thought it was a fun yeah. time it was great getting to announce the the things that we announced and uh announce the the massiverse card game and talk about the you know the the secret in the catalyst war um and it was exciting being up there and um pretty nerve-wracking so for it to go like for it to just go up from there is pretty crazy <laughs> yeah so that was exciting because we so we watched ryan host the massiverse panel nicole left that panel early to try and go save us seats in the invincible panel room because the the next two panels for invincible were back to back and (laughs) before that there was a mortal Kombat panel happening so so before the way that these work we have to explain this because it happens a lot throughout the the con so the way that panels work is that you can go into a panel at any time they don't empty the rooms whenever they let you in they let you in you could go in to a panel at 12 p.m., 12 o'clock noon, and just sit in the room and wait until a panel at fucking 8 o'clock if you wanted to. And some people so, did. And yeah. that's what people do to get to the front. So those are the so, most dedicated people. So, so that happens that, every day. Every day. So knowing yeah. that the Massiverse panel that, of course, we absolutely want to be at ends, and then the Invincible one starts in an hour, seems like a lot of time. But it's not. Not when it takes you 20 minutes just to get from like one side of the con to the other because of how busy it is. So Nicole went to go and like save our seats, um, was doing her bit like that was, I'm sure, very stressful as well that she has to like guard five seats. Yeah. But she's in there. So as the Massiverse panel wraps up, Ryan's still kind of like wrapping things up there, making sure they're good. Me and Bill and TJ walk over or speed walking over to Running, where the principal yeah. panel is going as fast as we can. We're walking to the open doors of the panel. We see lines. We don't know what the lines are for. There's lots of panel rooms. We're not Fuck sure if that's lines. for <laughs> the invincible panel. Not only that, but the doors were open. The and I think they were open because there were people like just walking through. It's Bill in the front, then TJ, then me behind TJ. We're walking. <laughs> Bill just keeps going through the doors. As TJ passes by the two people by the door, so they're like, wait, wait, do you guys have restroom passes? Or are you, you, you have to wait in line if you're not 
here. And I'm like, oh, our, our friend is inside. She's holding our seats. And he just looks at me and goes, we don't save seats. And so TJ's yeah. like, I'll, I'll go get him. I'll go get my friend. Like, I'm just going to run I'm and get standing him. standing there he, at he the door. <laughs> ignorance like, is bliss, guys. Listen, ignorance is bliss. I didn't know. So I'm not just an asshole that intentionally cut hundreds of people in line. I just so, yeah. walked in so, like, true. I could have been whistling. True. I was There was no whistling. malicious intent, really. TJ goes yeah. in. I'm standing there by the door. I can't just walk by and like, I'm going to make sure TJ helps. So they send me to the back of the line, which was... <laughs> Every time I thought I found the back of the line, they're like, no, no, no. it keeps going outside. This is the you break. Outside now. And so, so finally get there. This Ryan is when I show up. making his way. Yeah. This Ryan's is when I show up. I go me. up to the door and we we were lucky enough to get um, reserved seats for the Saturday panel. Yeah. But I was told to ask for a certain person at the, at, at the, the panel there. So, you know, I was like, you know, I, I'm just I'm just here to see so and so I got to get these tickets from her. I'm not even here for this one because, again, Ed Boone is on stage talking about Mortal Kombat one. And as much as we'd like to see that, you know, we just got to get in there. Um, but no, that doesn't work. Back of the line. So yeah. I go find Wyatt. And again, that's not the line. That's not the line. Oh, no, it's oh, it's by the door. No, it's outside the door. It's outside under a tent across the the, 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 the country. And so I finally find Wyatt and uh, we're just texting like, oh, all right, Bill and TJ have seats. You guys are in there, you know, with Nicole. We should be fine. It's just a matter of getting in there now. Yeah. And we were just, we just stood in a line for what was probably so, about 20 minutes. Can I, so now can I tell our, flashback our portion? Dad, flashback to TJ's <laughs> perspective. So, so I'm sitting happened? down and I'm just like enjoying the panel. I'm so like, he oh, ran. That was easy. Bill. Bill ran and uh, I was like, I'm just, he, my friend doesn't know that he's not supposed to be in here. I was like, can I just run and get him? And the guy was like, uh, yeah, just go get him, go get him. Right. So I run to go get Bill and Bill sitting next to Nicole. Um, and I go in and I, and I like, I, I get in the, in the, like the aisle and I was like, and I'm facing Bill. Like the, the screen is over here. I'm facing Bill and I'm like, Bill. And I'm like, got my hands up. I'm like, dude, they're there. They, we got to go. We're not allowed to come in here. We need to leave. Um, they're, they're going to, they're basically going to kick us out. Like we have to go. We're not allowed to be in here right now. We got to go stand in line with Wyatt. And then Bill goes like, looks, looks at me and goes, I'm not leaving. Like I, we have a seat. Like I, I'm not leaving. And I go, I said, unless they come over here to kick me out personally, I'm right. not leaving. I'm not getting up. And then, and TJ I said, says, and I said, that's totally fine. Because I'm really just doing this for show, and I'm looking past you to make sure that no one's coming over right now to kick us out. And then Bill and I both like slowly turn toward the screen <laughs> and just watch the rest of the panel, and nobody came over. You think I've sold it for long enough that I'm yeah. trying to convince you to leave? DJ was like wacky, inflatable air arm flailing tubes, man. Like Bill, you're not. You don't understand. To be in here. <laughs> and I'm but just, luckily, like, sitting down like. Head cocked like a dog. Like, I'm not, I'm not leaving. What are you doing? <laughs> Luckily, the line didn't take as long as it looked. Um, yeah, it Ryan and I got in, Ryan and I got in before no, we got in Mortal with Kombat like two minutes done. to spare. Yeah. Like yeah. we go in, we sit down, we're like, oh my God, we made it. We made it. Okay. This isn't too bad. We're, we're towards the back, but it's not too bad. Two we'll... minutes to spare before the end of before the end of the panel, not two minutes to yeah. spare before the start of yes. the yeah, So Mortal Kombat, Kombat. Yes. Mortal Kombat is ending. We made it in just in time for them to do a trailer. And they're like, I think some some people in this audience might be excited about this. They roll the trailer and there it is. We've got 
someone slams into the ground the smoke clears and it's the omni-man symbol on the chest and the crowd went nuts yeah nuts it was so awesome to be in there for that they announced uh after that you see um uh peacemaker quan chi um a couple other people and then finally you see uh um, at the end you see homelander and the the applause for omni-man was so much bigger than the homelander one to the point where later on like in the invincible panels later they even called it out and said like the applause the applause was bigger for for omni man which is crazy yeah yeah, yeah it i was, think it was, it was awesome it, hearing it, them react spoiler for later but i believe it was robert kirkman that told us that ed boone said that that was the loudest reaction he had yeah. ever gotten for any character like yes. what in a right man that's Dude, awesome that was insane i mean i'm sure it helped that it was preceded by an, a, a yeah. panel for invincible yeah. like we kind of stacked the crowd but man that was so they cool to be in the force. they they didn't show any fatalities or anything but now that it's confirmed i want so badly for there to be an omni-man train scene fatality i want that like literally the first thing that i said i think we talked about that on the podcast previously yeah, like that was my that it's 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 the obvious thing it's the I obvious like thing. It. I like it. I want it. I don't see it happening only because that would mean that every level would need to have a train beneath it. And like some Mortal Kombat levels take place on some alien planet or, on a or like in another and dimension. They go down and it's a subway. They still need to get places, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I've, there's been fatalities where like, there's been fatalities where a character has taken somebody to another oh. planet or a, a different, like, you know like, what I mean? Like speed away. Yeah. Or he like uppercuts him into another room. Like, room above them and, and it's like yeah. their layers i like it, i think we could see i think we could see the chop in half or i know why we were talking about this before like the the chopping the head off type thing mm-hmm. when um, he does the immortal yeah yeah or just like the, the fist punch through the chest oh what about the air airplane pilot just grabbing just, the face <laughs> and just squeezing yeah, that was my yeah. second one oh and they one. they later confirmed not there but later that it is jk simmons doing the voice yep yeah which is so cool fucking awesome Perfect. Yes, it's, man, I love J.K. Simmons. It's gonna be great. The the Mortal Kombat uh, Omni Man kind of looks like invent, like kind of looks like Omni Man mixed with J.K. Simmons. It's, it's a little, yeah. it's a little J.K. Simmons and uh, like we said, John Hamm in a way. Like it has yeah, some yeah. of those. It looks like Omni Man. It looks that was that was yeah. something I was looking forward to that we had mentioned when it was rumored. Still, that I was just excited to see what a realistic live action type of character model would look like, and it looks great. Like a, the, yeah. the costume looks great, looks awesome. the base and everything looks great. I can't wait to see it in motion and gameplay and all that. Yeah, and then the Mortal Kombat panel ended with that, and then the Invincible twentieth panel. So starting. All of the Invincible announcements, the news, uh, of course, it started out with um, Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, Ryan Otley, and I'm forgetting the names of the other two people. It was uh, Marge, Marge Dean. Marge Dean. Marge Dean. The showrunner. Yeah. She's the showrunner. And Yep. And Mike Rogers. Yes. Who correct. runs like video game. Well, he does story. No, he does. Merch. He does writing and I want to say, shoot, I think it's. It's not a director, but it's serious. Uh, I'm going to look it up because I want to get it right. But yeah. he does also do some, um, did a lot of work on the uh, video game stuff. Yeah, but it was the five of them. Uh, Andrea Renee was hosting and they started off just giving like some questions to Robert, Corey and Ryan, uh, asking them about their favorite issues of the comic. Go ahead, he is Ryan. the yeah. writer slash narrative designer um, of Escape Academy, a video game that we'd love right. to play on stream. He's mm-hmm. the VO director 
and a former writer. Okay. And I'm sorry. All right. Creative director of Invincible. Creative director. Hmm. So nice. Very cool. So the panel yeah, going are... and they're asking, they're asking questions to, uh, you know, like you said, Kirkman, um, Otley and Corey Walker. And we had never, like we've seen Corey Walker in like the most recent um, interviews, like the, for the 20th anniversary that they did back in January. And then they were releasing clips here and there um, from month, month to month. But other than that, he doesn't really do interviews. He's not, you never really see him anywhere out in the wild. And he was just so, uh, what's the word? Um, funny. Fantastic. Corey Walker does Unit, not. He is so unintentionally funny. Unintentionally. Corey Walker does not like, know. He does not know that he is the funniest person in the room. And that's dude, what makes it was it hilarious. Funny. People were cracking yeah. up because like, he's just like, if he doesn't want to answer the question, he's just gonna be like, eh whatever and it yeah. was so funny there was like it oh. was just great how are you there was, it was, there was like, some good back hilarious. and forth between them him and robert talking about how he like tried to give oliver a dog at one point oh yeah tried to draw a dog in and they were like gonna like robert didn't like that and they had to get yeah there was tons of fun back and forth as they were talking yeah, about was... their favorite issues looking back on the comics they did ask about like are are do we are we gonna have new comics coming? Do you want to go back to that world and make more comics? And they all kind of explained that you know they're getting to work on the show is kind of scratching that itch for them, and that there's yeah. nothing that is being announced or that's coming on the comic side necessarily. Which yeah. I which think seemed, we all kind of knew that, kind of yeah. had that impression. It didn't seem um, deflective either. It felt yeah. like a very no, sincere very answer. Like yeah. no, there's we're not. And we're, it, we're just doing. This. And it was a very sincere too that like they are working on Invincible like sometimes eight plus hours a day. Like they are doing yeah. so much Invincible that like for us to be like, well, what about a comic too? It's like, well, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you wanted season two. Corey Walker I, is is an executive producer now on this yeah. show. Like if we want a comic by him, like. I mean, he can only do so much, uh, but they want it. They like they've said before, everybody working on this show, the people they have working on Invincible are massive fans of Invincible. They yeah. want it, too. And they're doing I, what they can to do the best. And, you know, I will say that, you know, with them saying that and and I think it was Kirkman, actually, who said um, the quote that you said, Wyatt, about uh, right now we're working on the show and that's kind of such an edge. But in the future, who knows, things might yeah. might happen, right? Yeah. But with that statement, that does kind of tell me that um, the Battle Beast continuation of whatever happened in Skybound X, uh, where it said to be continued, um, I don't think it's... I now don't think that it's coming anytime soon because uh, I think it would have been announced at Comic-Con if... if if it were coming anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. They, they and that would have been the time just to, 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 to touch on it. it. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't tells me that like, okay, it's not ready to announce. It's not something we, I should expect within yeah, the I same think... time period that they right. announced other things that are coming yeah. later this year. You know? I, I think, think that's fine. It would be a good time to announce that if it's happening at New York City Comic Con um, October, November. Mm -hmm. Could be. Maybe that's maybe that's even still too early. That's I would say that it's early. probably. Yeah, I would say that that if it were to get announced and if it were to happen, it would come after the show comes out. I will say, they were talking back and forth, and I can't remember what exactly what was said and how it came up, but like Kirkman made a joke to Ryan Otley, and Ryan Otley was like, "Oh well, you know, I I am back at Image now." 
So we don't know what he's doing at Image. He yeah. he has said this in the, like previously or yeah. um, more recently that he is going back to Image. Now we know he is back at Image. We just don't know what he's doing yet. Yeah. So I I'm hoping it's something creator owned by Ryan Otley, like a like a fun um, comedy, like you know Grizzly like Shark or something like that. Like that, yeah, would, oh, that'd be cool. I want that so bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, see, I hopefully. Uh, you know, outside of the Battle Beast stuff, hopefully Otley will announce what his actual ongoing um, um, thing That's is nice. going to be an image. So. A and nice then, surprise oh, was yeah, uh, that Andrea Renee hosted the panel, which we didn't yeah. expect. And we know her yeah. from Kind of Funny Games and Kind of yeah. Funny. And she was, uh, she was a host there for a long time. She's great. But it was really cool when she starts talking about, like, all the reactions. Did you expect, you know, this kind of reaction to season one? And they have these great the video segue. great segue ryan the video is playing thank you man i, I, I do this was the second best thing that <laughs> happened have, in all of san diego comic-con they have the video the playing. loudest we got <laughs> <laughs> the video is playing on the screen and they're showing like the thumbnails the the, the of all these video uh, uh, all these reaction videos of people with their shocked faces reacting to season one like <gasps> like you know what i mean like all the things and we look at each other and i look at tj and, and I know I looked at Ryan and I was like, come on, come on, come on. And, and, I, Ryan and, was I'm, like, and I look at no, TJ and I'm like, there's no, no way we don't do like, those on, kind of videos. On, we don't on, do the on, reaction type. Come stuff. On, and then come on. It, it, it popped. There it is. Our issue 100 review episode thumbnail, which I hate, but whatever. With Kirkman. With Kirkman on there. And it shows And by up this and point, the crowd has died down. No one's clapping because... Half of these people who are on the reaction videos are probably not there. So it's like dead silent in the room and we're just watching them talk and it ends on our podcast and then stays there and we all just lose all control of ourselves. We, we lost our, our fucking minds. Lost <laughs> yeah. our minds. Yes. So we, we filled we, up that fucking hall. We filled it up <laughs> with noise. We yelled, we clapped, we, we, we hollered and there was a chuckle after that and then during that chuckle robert kirkman goes oh yeah you know the invincible podcast is here whoever they are yeah, yeah. i think he's like, like i don't, I don't, I don't know about like... those guys and then we wooed again and, we and did he's it again. like oh yeah i see you <laughs> yes and then there was a little bit more laughter after that whether or not yeah. that is picked up on the official vo or, or uh, vod if they actually uh, post that hopefully um, it might be embarrassing, but regardless, it was. It incredible. stayed on the screen. It like yeah. us stayed on the screen because it was it was yeah. the last one that they did, and then they could have made no more. announcements after that, and we would have all gone home. I, 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 like I tweeted about it. that was the single most surprising thing for us. Like there's yeah. never in a million wow. years would I have thought that at the Invincible 20th anniversary panel would our image be shown up on the screen? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> so if cool. you will, like the shock of just seeing it for a second. And you're vibrating with joy and like, I can't believe this is happening. And then the fact that it stayed up there, it was almost too much. Like, I feel like for and, that and Robert calling it out. I, I like almost passed out. Like, I, I think I even <laughs> we talked to Robert afterwards and I was like, I shit my pants. dude. I shit my pants. And he was like, that's our goal to make dude. you shit your pants. No, no, I will, we'll say this because we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Like Bill just said, we did talk to Kirkman, which we will get to that. But what actually was said was. Bill, I think you asked him. Somebody asked him. Did I asked you know, him if he knew. I asked him. Did if he you knew. know that we were going to be on the screen? He goes. He goes. Yes, I knew. And then Bill said, "I literally, I like." He's like, "I, I like shit myself." And then Kirkman goes, "That's uh, what I do." He's like, "I try to make people shit their themselves." So I like to think 
that Kirkman had a little something to do with it. I think Kirkman was like, we should I, put the puck. Maybe that's just I the, think it's uh, just the social guys. I think the social guys be, are great. It could they be. Know maybe, maybe I'm yeah. thinking we're cooler than we are, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like to think that possible. Yeah. So, so then, uh, then probably the second best joke of the entire panel happened, yep. which was the meme, the meme, the where season two, William meme, where's it, where season two, William. And then they changed the slide on the thing and it says here's season two, William. And it, it was, was, and it was William. It was the design. character, yeah, was the character design, design for season two, William. Fantastic. And I love Kirkman was even like, I hope you like it. Cause this is the only season two, William you're going to see <laughs> in any of the stuff we release. So you've been asking for it. Here yep. he is. There's season great. two, William. So uh, and then they transitioned from his design into several other like character designs. So we got the first official looks at Angstrom, at yeah. Shapesmith, at Bulletproof, and the Giant, which was yeah, really cool. it was cool. So like the previous ones we had seen like on the character poster that they teased, but the Giant that was really neat. They even had a scale yeah. model of Invincible next to it, and he is yeah. massive. They all looked like pretty much. I mean, at first awesome. glance, I, I I'm not I don't have them in front of me, but they all look like they do in the comics, yeah. guys. Like it, great. it's. Yeah. They look great. And Again, then they Roy all turned down. Lead, lead character design. So all these characters look like the comic book. Yeah. yeah. So. They just mm -hmm. look right. Even if there are yeah. like changes, like Rexplode has some design changes with his outfit, mm -hmm. but it looks right. You know, like it, it looks great. And then they and also announced the invincible Nendroid figure that was there at Comic-Con, but just in the like gray version, not painted yet. So, that's super cool. cool. We got to see in person too at the, at that booth. You could go yeah. up to it and see it. Um, I actually have an email here that says, uh, this is from Mike Barrett. Um, Mike Barrett wrote in to us and says, hi, Invincible Podcast crew. For the board game nerds out there like Ryan and I, can you more thoroughly explain the Invincible tabletop games that were announced at San Diego Comic-Con? Love, Mike Barrett. Okay, so give me a minute here. We've got two games let's that just, were announced. Let's, yeah, let's timestamp this because you're going to need to take a bathroom break at this point. So go take a bathroom break, right and now. then Ryan can can spend an hour talking about tabletop games. <laughs> we no, can no, no, do no. separate I videos. Promise, no, I promise. <laughs> I wish I can go for an hour. I don't. Yeah. There isn't a whole lot of information about these yet. Yeah. Um, the first one that is never matters for us. We just fucking speculate <laughs> for hours. <laughs> the first one was uh, was called um, Escape from Mars. It's a social social deduction game. Um, I think we might be hearing more about this sooner rather than later. Um, we got Gen Con coming up. Um, but this is uh, a game by Skybound Tabletop. Um, and this one is um, expected in the first quarter of 2024. Uh, this lightweight hidden identity game is based on the fan favorite fourth episode of the season, Neil Armstrong, Eat Your Heart Out. Fans can play as one of three unique teams with their own victory conditions. So imagine like a uh, Among Us board game or a uh, like a werewolf like type game it's social deduction it's going to be like you have certain roles that you have to play in order to to achieve uh, your goal and what you can be is either the heroes attempting to keep all the astronauts safe uh you could be an astronaut attempting to escape from mars without being infected by a sequid or you can be infected with a sequid and uh attempt to infiltrate the rocket and spread the invasion to earth so again, you've got the cichlids, which are your were werewolf. You've got your astronauts, which might be like your villagers. And you've got your hero, which might be a whatever hero type character in the werewolf type type of game. This could be a lot of fun for parties or maybe like, yeah. you know, we'll maybe hopefully do some kind of stream or something with that. Um, but 
that should be a lot of fun. Uh, then you've got the hero building game, which is a bit heavier weight. This game is um, by, um, this one was, pulling it up, Direwolf Games. This is the same studio that makes um, Clank and Clank Legacy and Clank Catacombs and everything like that, a very popular game, as well as Dune Imperium, one of the, like, the top rated games out right now. Dune Imperium. We still haven't played. No. Dune Imperium is so uh, is a very well-received game. We love Dune. I've been wanting to play this game. Um, so this is from like a real like renowned video game publisher. Um, this one uh, looks really neat. A brief description of this one is... Um, so it, here fans can play as Mark Grayson and the team team. I know you can play as Mark, uh, Adam, Eve, Robot, and Rexplode. Uh, those are the ones that they showed. Uh, use their powers to uh, to work together to protect the Earth. It's a fusion of bag building and tableau building, um, which allows them to customize their what, hero. What bag building is? Because I yes. don't know. And so people in... say it, and it just makes me mad because I don't yep. understand it. Here's here's a. Uh, I'm going to use the dice game. As, I'm going to use the dice game as an example. Bill, say you have a bag, right? You're leveling up, and you might do something that allows you to take yellow dice out of your bag and put more red dice in your bag. So every oh. time you attack, your odds are increased of pulling red dice instead of yellow dice. So you're getting stronger. So it's still a chance of there's still randomness in there, but you get to go in there and take certain things out or add things to it that will increase your chances. Or you know, like, say you uh, unlock certain abilities, but you know, it, from the picture, it looks like there's different cubes. You have a bag of different cubes. The red cubes are really bad. You could take some red cubes out as you level up, but like the blue cubes might be your special ability. You only got like two in there, but as you level up, maybe you'll put more in there. So when you reach in to grab something for when you attack or do whatever, your chances are changing and you're leveling up. Do you up. reach into a literal bag? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, nice and, too. It's and cool. And in the photo, it's a nice, nice like, it says yeah. invincible. Velvet, like a velvet velour, like a <laughs> velour like, bag. I don't know. But it says fusion of bag building and tableau building allows players to customize their hero with each game as they push luck and risk crashing to deal with numerous threats and rescue both civilians and their fellow heroes. It's campaign-based I'm sorry, it's campaign-based gameplay takes players through the key events of the story. And I've seen an image of it, um, you know, that shows you fighting Doc Seismic and throughout the game you're trying okay. to stop him from you know destroying certain monu monuments that's one. that's one campaign right so you could that's have like one. a mount so rushmore campaign a well, college campaign against reanimin exactly like a okay, titan one it. or something and so you'll I'm... play through these different stories while you level up and work together that is like like a dream scenario for me the fact that yeah. this exists and is coming from such a renowned publisher as the company that's making dune imperium like Bill, this is can you one of the highlights for me can you tell everyone when these board games are coming out in the words of Russ Livingston? Soon. Hopefully. Thank you. Hopefully. Yes, Thank yeah. you. It took you a second, but I saw you get it. Like I saw it quick. <laughs> and I'm just gonna I was like, where is it? Where is it in the notes? <laughs> just throwing this out there, the hero building game absolutely looks like the kind of game that can get an expansion with missions for season two events or yeah, more characters cool. like the the cards and stuff yep. like that the scenario yep. that would cards. Be cool can't yeah. wait can't wait so that yeah, i popped wait. off hard for those that was really exciting but that's not all this kept going this is still so the first about, invincible yeah, we panel we talked about the mobile game mm -hmm. plenty that was coming out but yep 
I love the focus on Adam Eve. I love it. I never thought that I would love it as much as I as I am, but yeah. they're coming out with a how would you describe this this video game? What type of video game is it? Like a they described it as RPG. a choice-based visual novel. Yeah. Oh, Ryan's got the so we got the trailer right now if we want to. So and just so, just so everyone knows, it, it is only available on Steam right now, which would be PC, um, I believe, right? Yeah. Well, Steam, okay. I, I don't it, it whether or not you can run Steam on your Mac or whether or not they allow it to be down like that's up in the air, but they did specify it is not coming to console or mobile. It is coming like right now yeah. is just Steam PC. Yeah. Okay, here's the trailer. It's kind of watching yeah, to this. The art style is so cool. Visual novel. Yep. Dude, Universa showing up. Universa. Yeah. Yeah. You have the different so, like that's dialogue very much role choices. Playing. Yeah. Role playing. Yeah. It's explode. That's explode. <laughs> TJ likes that character. Some gore there, guys. Oh, yeah. Some gore. Cool. Seeing the mauler. Cool. I think what's awesome and is yeah. that says, based on the comic book, right? So that's going to be more... So, I mean, obviously, we have Universa. They, they've, they've said so on Twitter that this is not canonical to either the show or the comic, which I love. We are at yeah. the yes. point where we are getting invincible stories that are non-canonical that are just telling stories with these characters yeah. in this world that you that just exist on their own and and that, part of the reason for them saying that that it's like not part of the canon is because of that choice-based stuff like you can choose yeah. different dialogue and that will take you on a different path very similar yeah. to like telltale games is what it looks like exactly. where you may end up with a very different ending than someone else playing it. So yeah, and this they, was, they talk I was the most excited in terms yeah. of like the extra stuff not related to the comics or the show. This was, I think, the one that got me most excited. Yeah, they they talked about the combat too. So the combat is turn based. So very much like old school Final Fantasy games, um, yeah. which would be very very exciting too. So it looks like it's it's cool. It's going to be paced really fun. Like there's going to be. Just graphic novel or, or you know digital novel story stuff. The the RPG elements where you can choose like what you say, and then also the the turn based combat. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah. And again, what a great panel to show it at because of the all the love Adam Eve is getting. Yeah, and that was where they ended the first Invincible panel, the twentieth anniversary one. So they ended there, basically walked off stage, and then fifteen minutes later started in the same room the invincible show panel where robert kirkman came back out with his name from collider i'm forgetting steven weintraub steve weintraub came out he was hosting where it was now all focused on the show um mm -hmm. started off just kind of like talking about the road to season two how there's been the long gap kirkman did mention that because of what they're doing now and like the the things they've set up sort of behind the scenes as they're working on season two that he said there will never again be a gap the, of that length between any season of Invincible again, talking about how long it's been between one and two, which is super exciting, especially the way he said between any season, not just between between seasons two and three, but yeah. like 
that to me read as, you know, we're feeling confident that if the show continues to do well in season two, we're going to hear about a green light for season four so that they can start working on it. Like, unless he did, the studios he have did, something to say about it. He did say yeah. that um, knowing that there's a writer's strike going on right now. True. And an actor's strike. True. Uh, yeah. Fingers crossed. But again, that's out yeah. of his control and out of the yeah. plan. Like the plan for is sure. all things being like what they are. There shouldn't be. That's for sure, though. It should be noted that season three will not be delayed because of it should the the strikes. Shouldn't I mean, shouldn't shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are done. They did say he did say they were done with voice recording for season three, but yes. he confirmed that season two and three are both going to be eight episodes each. So just like the first season, yep. um, and that the episode length would still be the same. They're not changing any of the format of what the show was. Mm-hmm. Um, he also kind of mentioned. The, the sort of rearranging of storylines in season one, how they pulled stuff in from later to be earlier so that they could do the Omni-Man story the way they did with it starting in the first episode and ending in the eighth episode. And he said that there's not going to be as much of that in the future seasons, which so, is kind of exciting. Yeah, like this is a thing that, and I, I, I may be wrong, but, you know, I kind of got the impression that like, there was a little bit of a walking dead thing in there where he was like, you know, we kind of learned from the, you know, we don't want to, we don't, we're not straying too much. And it was like, yeah, you know, okay, maybe, maybe Um, I think they're going to do, I think that, I don't think that means they won't at all deviate. Oh yeah. But I think they're sticking that they're, they're wholly sticking to the comic as a sort, as yeah. a source material. They're not diverting ex- in any extreme ways. Of course, they'll still do things. I'm assuming that will, you know, make sense. You know, we're not yeah. going to get. I mean, if they followed it exactly, we'd have thirty seasons of this show. There definitely there are major. There are major differences, but it still holds the heart of Invincible. Exactly. I was just yeah. doing like reread, like rereading some some of the earlier stuff, and like one thing that I didn't even realize and didn't even really hit me uh, was Mark didn't even meet Cecil until after the fight with Invincible uh, and Omni Man already left Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. even meet until after that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and think about just how like, natural that is. Like, yeah, how they worked that into it. the first season with Omni Man getting hurt, which again and being captured after killing the Guardians. Like all those things, just work so well and seamlessly that it doesn't yeah. take away from what Invincible is. So yeah. those kind of changes, of course, were like all on board for. So yeah, it was interesting that he made a point to say though that they are not straying much from the comic. Yeah. yeah. And then that was when he kind of talked about the poster, how he's like, you know, we had a very not so subtle hint that uh, duplicates numbers were 11 and three, mm-hmm. confirming that that is the release date for right. the first four. Well, it's going to be weekly release. That OK, we need to talk about this. The first episode yeah, and then you're getting taken out of four context. episodes weekly throughout November, basically. And that after the fourth episode of season two, they're taking a break it'll be through the rest of the year. And then the last four episodes will return in early 2024. Okay. First up the date. Um, we were all wrong. Putting okay. that out there. Nobody guessed November 3rd. I, however, TJ might've mentioned November 3rd in I a did. roundabout way because he said something along the lines of hoping that it wouldn't be. <laughs> that's literally only, I said, that's the only date I don't want it to be. Because that's the week, that whole week leading up to it, I'm going to be away on vacation. So it's going to be, it's going to make podcasting very difficult. We'll and see. it's the one episode 
that uh, obviously, you know, I definitely do not want to miss uh, podcasting sure. about. And so we'll figure it out. I, yeah, I mean, if I have to, if yeah. I have to record from out of state. No, that's why we got Wyatt, TJ. You're, you're good. It. You're good. We can we can be down one person. <laughs> um, but you can email us your episodes, thoughts, TJ. Four episodes and then a break and then four episodes. And more importantly, four episodes all releasing weekly. Robert Kirkman mentioned that he yeah. wants it to be appointment viewing. He wants to talk so about agree it. With like, this. He does yeah. not want three episodes dropped and then we only yes. get a few more episodes of the weekly excitement that ended too fast last time. Yes. Yeah. You know, and not only that, he but said he said you need, you need a week. Four, the way episode four to is going to, to, to be like, uh, uh, you're going to need to recover. Yeah. over. He said you're going to need to go spend time with your family and have them hug you and come over the you holiday after yeah. what you just saw. Yeah. Could you imagine if season one didn't do the first three episodes, if it ended with that, fucking yeah. crazy fight yeah. with with the guardians yeah. well, and then, then again, just they, left everybody hanging for a week i mean they could have done it they could have done it i know i know but it worked but regardless we could say it, what if but it worked right now you know because then people got to binge and keep going and then they're hooked now though we don't need to hook them they're already hooked now it's like spread it out um what are your guys impressions of this gap though you know like and how long is too long for this gap because we've got you know we're gonna get what the first week of december and then it goes away I Which I think is am, fine because go ahead, Wyatt. So I'm obviously like obviously we'd love for it to continue just through all eight right away. I think part of it that I'm hopeful about, which is just me sort of speculating as well, though, is that that break will make the wait in between season two and three even shorter. Like if if I could see it possibly being that like that break allows them to still do like season three in November of 2024 and follow the same kind of like schedule. And then we're on this like yearly base with, you know, November is when a season starts. And then in late January, February is when the seasons wrap up and that, that I would be really excited by. And, and as long as, you know, they, they seem very confident in that fourth episode is going to be a yeah. big one too. And if that's the case, I think that that will, give give us enough to like feel like we got something meaty in those four episodes and be okay taking a break mm -hmm. especially knowing that it's not you know another two years before we see more of it like like at the end of season one yeah yeah I, I, we're gonna I, get invincible two times in a year with this format and uh yeah. i think honestly they are it was more or less robert kirkman being respectful of our time because he knows how busy we are when the show comes out and we wouldn't be able to record as much you know what during the holiday season so i oh thank you robert um for yeah. doing that for us again i'm hoping that it is like december and then it comes back like you know january 21st would be a great second you know second, what i mean like january 21st well i mean let's make predictions let's make predictions it, well wait 22nd is 20 it 22nd second. are you are you alluding to the invincible anniversary yeah is it 22nd yeah, mm. yeah, but it's probably not it on a Friday. Be, but what I'm saying is, I'm I'm hoping it's end of January. Um, but I think I it's think gonna, it be. I think it's gonna no, be closer guys. to guys. February. It'll be the twelfth. It'll be the twelfth. So so the first is a Monday, the fifth is that Friday. It will return after breaks. It'll it'll return the twelfth, and then it'll end the first week of February, which is February twelfth. That'll be when the the season finale airs man i don't know i'm gonna you guess think it'll that be it comes later back i'm gonna guess that it comes back 
February 9th, which is yeah, a Friday. That's where I'm. Dude, you think I'm it's going to be February? I was going to say nine or sixteen. Yep. You guys are out of yeah. your mind. You guys are out of your mind. Make it worth no it. Way. I mean, not only just think about it, not only not only are they getting or, rid no, I'm sorry, of late January. Not only are they uh, um, avoiding holiday season, but that's a few extra months. Just a few months will make a big difference to the animation guys, team. An It'll make a big difference. Gone. It'll be make make a big difference yeah. for writer strike delays. Like I think they might take advantage of that little break and move it a little bit longer. I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. That's no, no. Yeah. You're wrong. You're 100 wrong because that's five weeks. Yeah, it's five weeks there's, without Invincible. There's there's some shows December. that like think of uh, Breaking Bad's final season. They took like a year like in the middle that. of their season. I know. Like, I don't like. <laughs> what do you mean, that. Bill? It's much longer than five weeks. No, it would, it would I'm end. saying. I'm saying if it comes back the second week of January, that would be six weeks off. Right. Which, I, it, this is not Breaking Bad, guys. This is not the final. This is the second season yeah. of an animated R-rated show. Like, they can't they can't take that long of a fucking break. February? No way. No yeah. way. I would bet we'll my first child on it. I can, I can, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Either way, I'm I super. I agree it'll come in January. Super, excited about the weekly format though man getting to talk about it every week is going to be very fun and then not have to do an episode not have to do an episode where we talk about three episodes in one again yeah Yeah. that was a fucking long ass episode three hours i think if you guys if you you look back it's a three hour long episode you guys have talked about that initial like period of time of trying to do all of that and it has been something that was like oh man that's gonna be like that'll be intense so this did kind of put me at ease to be like okay Four weeks of you know intensity, you know, lots of podcast recording, and then a break. I'm I'm good with that. That sounds yeah, good. It's gonna be great. So that was when they kind of transitioned to the trailer. This oh is where they finally God. played the trailer. Uh, it was awesome to just hear again the crowd erupting at moments. Like they, it could be a trailer for anything, and in that setting, I would be like ecstatic because you you, you just feel the energy of everybody in the room. It could be a trailer then, for Paddington Three. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I got the trailer right here. You guys want to watch it together? I've only seen this a handful of times, maybe three at the most, um, including seeing it there at San Diego. Um, So I haven't like really scrutinized it yet. Um, I know there's There's a few lines in there when we were in there because like Mm -hmm. something would happen, people would erupt and start. We didn't even hear what Omni Man said. The last thing that Omni Man said when he showed up. Yeah. He had dialogue. Nobody heard. No Ryan turned to me afterwards later. and goes, "What did he say?" And I was like, "I have no idea." <laughs> we'll be watching it again in a minute. <laughs> and it was loud. To be clear, it was very yeah. loud. It was so. loud. All right, so, here we Ryan, go. are you gonna are you gonna pause it? How about we no, put our hands up if you want to? Let's just split. watch it. Let's just watch it through. And if we talk yeah. about things, we can go back to it. Okay. For some of you, it probably seemed like this day would never come. Carl Winslow. Maybe yep. you're even wondering if you're ready for this. For what comes next? You have no idea what I'm capable of. I didn't know who he was. Oh my gosh, what's happening to Invincible? Gosh, tether tether. <laughs> I don't fight friends because I would win. Never I love how there's quotes lives. over the names. There's only one yeah. way this kid goes back out there, and that's on a very short leash. I'm just I happy love Doc Sizemore in this, man. You know people try to kill us every single day, right? I don't care how yeah. old he is. He needs to go down now. Maybe if you train more and complain less, we can get back to saving lives. Yes. 
Oh my god. Welcome, son of he who slayed my husband. I am a normal human superhero. I wish he was dead too, not for your sake. Kill first, ask questions later. Viltrumite against Viltrumite. That has not happened since the Great Purge. Yeah, man. People flipped out. Yeah. Yeah. You should have died at birth. Yeah, that was completely inaudible. Yeah. We couldn't hear any of that at the end there. It was it was amazing. We're yeah, it was screaming when Omni Man was back. When they cut yeah. to that that screen where it did the and joining season two and the names start popping up and you're hearing the quotes, it went from like low cheers and as the screen filled up, it just got louder and louder yep. and people just like freaking out cheering. I love that like see when season one of the show came out, I feel like a big talking point was like Look how stacked this cast is. Mark Hamill, yeah. Sandra O, oh, J.K. Simmons, all these people. Like, and to have this trailer not just be like the doing the Super Smash Brothers thing, everybody's back. It's everybody you remember. And then have an entire another screen filled with yeah. names that just caused people to lose their minds was yep. so cool. It was such a cool way to frame the trailer. Uh why you did a great job, um, pulling out not only some of those quotes, but some of the, just the highlights of this, we got graduation right at the get go. You know, we've seen that in the comics really cool to have uh it's, Carl Winslow back. It's yep. very obvious that it starts with, okay. Well, it's, about, it's about time. Hold on. Like, are you Hold guys on. even ready? They're talking about season two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. right now I'm going to put a, a disclaimer out there. There's something really cool about this trailer that if you read the comics, you can kind of see what they're doing. So spoiler warning, this yeah. is this is spoilers for season two based on knowledge of the comics. Yeah. Um, so now's your chance to bail out or skip ahead a bit. Um, but I love that this trailer is really showing the dark side of Mark and like mm. teeing up this like like evil version of him. Um, and the way the things that people are saying are really attacking like his character and everything. Mm -hmm. And you see Mark in Times Square. You see that scene from Angstrom Levy's introduction in his yeah. issue. Um, yeah. Like very smart marketing. Very smart. It makes it's me want cool. it's misdirection more. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. misdirection and it's really smart how they're doing it. Um, like my nephew knows nothing about him. And I sent him to each other. And he was just like, holy shit. And he's like talking about like predictions and stuff. And he could like, I don't know. It's it's just, I don't know. It's genius. And, he, yeah. and even even yeah. Kirkman like alluded to a misdirection, um, mm -hmm. you know, like so awesome. So good. Um, so, yeah, getting to see. I mean, everything in that trailer, it's it's great. But it, the thing that I think is most exciting are all those quotes at the end, man. Yeah. Those are the yeah. things that I love the most. Um, we did get confirmation that Sterling... K Brown is Angstrom Levy. Levy. Yeah, that Which was amazing. He was not because, supposed to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kirkman mentions he's like uh, Sterling K Brown is playing Angstrom Levy. I'm not supposed to say that. I can see the Amazon people looking at me. They're real <laughs> mad right now. And you can like that wasn't on a slide or anything. So it really and even like Weintraub I think was like, oh wow, that's not on that's here. Not like on here. He, you could tell that that was something that Kirkman was not supposed to say, which was very. Sure. Funny. So I, I will say. Well, Sterling K. Brown, like this is this awesome. Is he was, yeah, he Dude. was the best character in that show. He was. Oh, this is amazing. We, he has like, such an, he has such a like a, a like a, a, he can be very very serious and have this intensity to him too, and still sound yeah. super, you know, intelligent. Like this is going to be perfect. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, Wyatt, have you watched This Is Us? I haven't. I've seen a lot of clips from it, and I've seen a lot of clips specifically with him um, yeah. that are like very intense emotional scenes as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm thrilled that he's playing Angstrom. I think he's, he's going to crush it. He's just such a phenomenal actor. Like I think he won an Emmy for the, for that role. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Certain. Like he, like he's surprised. just so much. Like I don't know. It, it's just yeah. it's insane. Um, yeah, it, it, this show just keeps getting the best people attached to it, and it's just it's yeah. awesome. I, I can't. Man, so it, it's so such a perfect thing. So, so Sterling K. Brown's you know quote you know make him pay for what he did to your world sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Then we've got yeah. Welcome Son of Who Slayed My Husband. Welcome Son of He Who Slayed My Husband. That one I'm not. Which is a female voice. I couldn't tell specifically who of the names it was, but I saw, I think somebody was theorizing it. It might've been in one of the emails we had or just online that somebody was theorizing that that could be Aquarius's wife in the storyline where Mark goes down into the ocean and it has makes to like sense, but I can't them. imagine they're doing that episode. <laughs> that does make sense because they could be doing it very shortened and like just as a moment rather than yeah, making that a whole episode. Maybe, I agree. Yeah. That's not going to be a whole episode. Like why not? I think that that was a really funny issue. And I think that, I think that if you want to just think about the ramifications of it, did what it did, what it do really yeah. lead to anything else? It re- I mean, I it could, could see be quick. It. it could be quick. It could just reintroduce kind a of, new... kind of uh scarecrow in dark Knight, or, or I could or see whatever. it being or, like an yeah. intro, the intro of an episode and we get the tail end of that story. And the rest of the story that came okay. before it is almost okay. implied like oh, that yeah, type that, of thing. Yeah. Like he's finishing up an adventure that he said that he weren't a part of now. I can see something like that happening. Do you think she'd sound like that, or do you think she'd sound more like? I think she'd sound underwater. more like Ross with the. <laughs> so, yeah. so then that leaves Whoa, anyone photo. else that was married that could that leave. Really good, why? That could be a wife of Darkwing. Yeah, because we know we're getting Midnight City. That could yeah. be. Uh, I don't think it was Olga. I think we would have picked up on her accent if it was Red, mm. the wife of Red Rush. Yeah, but I agree. we did see her. She got a good amount in season one. So they've developed her <gasps> as a character already. But they wouldn't play that as I got it. new people joining the season, right? right? I got it. I got it. I fucking got it. Bill's got it. Donald was on the subway. Donald is married in the Donald comic book. Donald was on the subway. Donald was on the train in the poster, the season two poster. Donald oh, died in oh, yeah. season one. Donald did back. I'm just trying to think of who Omni-Man oh. killed in season one. That, that would, would be, be relevant. Interesting. It could be that fucking could be cool. Donald's Donald's wife. That would be cool. Huh. Then we, of course, also get the line, Ooh. I am a normal human superhero, which is very clearly Ben Schwartz. <laughs> and very clearly would lead to yeah, uh, him yeah. being Shapesmith, Perfect. which I think so is ben, brilliant. It's ben so Schwartz is the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the in the two new Sonic movies. Also, and he's John in, Ralphio um, in Parks and Rec. Yeah, Par- Parks yeah. and Rec. He's great. So, he's so, so I have a I Love have an that. email. I have an email here. Uh, and it's uh, it says, hi, Invincible Podcast. This is uh, Lucas Cortez. I am a longtime listener, uh, and I wrote once before last year. I mainly write to share my own thoughts on the recent Invincible announcements. Uh, I want to point out two things from the Comic-Con promotional material. First, in the teaser trailer for Season 2, it sounds like Ben Schwartz is reading the line, I am a normal human superhero. I think this means he is playing Shapesmith, which is awesome. Second, with Donald coming back in Season 2, I hope we see him have his character arc with the Brit comics. 
where he later finds out he is now mostly a robot and so slowly comes to terms with that. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on San Diego Comic-Con in the podcast. Thanks. That's weird. We talked about yes. And please include Rick. Please include Rick in that storyline because yeah. then we can get more of Rick and William. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's definitely coming. Yeah. So yeah. you got it right there. So that would be great. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's any question that it's been so, short. Here's yeah. the David, the, yeah, the, for sure. the David Diggs one, which I love him. That yeah. I'm very excited about. Yeah. Uh, his quote: "I wish she was dead, or I. It's either I wish she was dead too, or I wish he was dead too, but not for your sake." I I turned the captions on, and I think it's she. Really? I think he says she. I which wish is... she was dead too, but not for your sake. Yeah. So your sake? Who is he talking to? Who do we think that he's talking to? This one this... could be a new character. I have yeah, no idea. I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, then there's kill first, ask questions later. Yeah, but that's, that, 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 that line that's leader of the right Lizard League. When... Leader of the Lizard League. I think. Yeah, I could see that. Because he just sounds and like hopefully... he's talking like this. Yeah, he is. I agree. Things. And I, because hopefully he's going to have a much bigger role. King or, Lizard uh, it, well, with Rexplode. Yeah. The Rexplode yeah. fans. Yeah. Like and of uh, course, it's, it's... Peter Cullen. Estatus. Like Robert Kirkman talked about this. Not only did he get a character in Mortal Kombat, but he got to have Peter Cullen voice one of his characters. Like his yeah. his like nerd childhood nerd dreams are coming true. Hero, like, yeah. That's perfect. I wanna know what perfect monkey for him paw, too. I wanna know what monkey paw Kirkman found that allowed <laughs> him this reality where he is publishing a new line of Transformers comics. Right. The uh, Peter Cullen is now in his show voicing a character that he created. Like it, it's so cool to see his genuine excitement. He was talking about how all the voice recording is done like over zoom. So he was talking about just like staring at his computer screen being like, I'm so glad my camera's off. So he doesn't see the faces I'm making while I'm reacting yeah. to him reading yeah. these lines. Like it's yeah. so cool that, that he's getting to, you know, he's have this in his show. It's so cool. <laughs> and then of course, JK Simmons is back. Yeah. Um, with him saying Very you should cool. have died at birth which is a brutal way to end the trailer yeah uh, but that's but then line. we got to see an exclusive clip yeah. which as far as well, i know hasn't leaked online hasn't it isn't released or anything like that so we got yeah. to see a clip um this is uh you see a couple scenes of this in the trailer um but it is mark getting a call from cecil and flying towards uh midnight city looks just like it does in the comics you could see it in the trailer and then there's a brief like comedic bit of mark flying in and out of midnight city and it going from day to dark and it was a a fun little bit um he flies past the two people that darkwing attached with the magnet the the magnet cups with the magnet cups great uh and then he uh sees darkwing two you know, uh, the second Darkwing, they have their little bit back and forth. This was like straight out of the comics, guys. Like this was yeah. like they have their bit back and forth about how uh, calling him a sidekick is degrading. Um, and uh, and then like Cecil says, OK, bring him in. They fight uh, and Darkwing is doing the thing where his predecessor was working on this uh, uh, this new exosuit. Yeah, that helped him like be stronger. And he also can move through shadows now. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulls Invincible into the Shadow Realm or Shadowverse, or whatever it was called. Well, isn't that just a power that he has? Like it, it's, it is it's not unrelated. 
it's not it, it's not explained in the comic books this is yeah, the thought... one like fan fictiony thing i've ever written was like why he can do this mm. but it, it is not it's not because of books. technology i think that it's literally his power you think this the second dark wing has that innate power That's yes ability um so he he can do that uh and he he traps mark in there we still have the scene of him uh um threatening to leave mark and not letting go of darkwing and this was the part where it like ends because mark is like he gets mad at darkwing for calling him his call him out calling out his father and mark's like yeah yeah and at the end when he's like threatening to leave him there and he's like no you wouldn't do it you wouldn't do it he's like you said it yourself i'm omni man's son you don't know what I would I'm capable of or and whatever. That, and that's in the trailer. Yeah. That's such a cool moment too, because to your point, it is very much straight out of the comic, like this confrontation, but that line and that dynamic of like him, Mark kind of taking offense to the idea that he's being called Omni man's son and then using it kind of as a bluff. You, yeah. I feel like that's so packed with emotion with Mark, like, struggling with that's part of his identity now and that's who people think of him as is omni man's son and that kind of gets followed up with when they were asking kirkman questions about it afterwards and kirkman said that if the first season is about mark worried that he wasn't going to live up to his father and like he that he couldn't be his father the second season is about him worried that he actually is going to become his father so he's having to be a superhero and deal with oh, this is who I was trying to be and this is who I was looking up to. So who am I? Like, what am that, I really going to become? That, so is, cool. that is in the comics. You know, it's it's there, but it's not like at the forefront. And like Kirkman and the team getting to be able to write that, knowing where the story goes and where Invincible's lineage goes and knowing that whole like feeling of that expectation and that fear of like, and 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 like, you know that passing down all those kind of things like that's amazing i'm so excited for that and for them to ex- really explore that and what he's yeah. dealing with knowing that ah that's gonna be great yeah so cool uh they also so they continue to ask him more questions after that he uh kirkman confirmed that there's not really a time jump between seasons one and two like it could be yep. the next day basically yeah. um and then as they're talking about it, he, they, <laughs> I think uh, they had to like show him the prompter of like what they were supposed to announce next or how he was supposed to tee it up. And he, of course, did the whole, yeah, but November 3rd, that's so that's far away. So far Wouldn't away. you guys like to watch something today? Wouldn't you like to watch something right now, like tonight at Comic-Con? And they, of course, announced the Adam Eve special episode that it would be available that day and that they were doing a screening at 10 p.m., uh, at Comic Con for all of us to watch, which was so cool, so exciting. I think they released the trailer for that in in the the panel. Yeah, and then well. they showed the trailer. What an insane thing to do! Like you, we've got this fan base that is just fervorous that they, they just want more. They want yeah. more, and it's like, all right, guys, here's your date. Here's your trailer, November third. It's coming later this year. It's coming. It's coming. You know what? How about an hour long episode now? it's out now like all that waiting and it's it's here it's already here like you don't yep. need it's not like a trailer now you gotta wait four or five more months it's mm-hmm. not no it's out now an hour-long episode this isn't like just a a, a quick 10 minute like clip or anything like that yeah that nobody expected incredible i can't believe they pulled that off i can't believe that something like that didn't leak 
Um, yeah. So cool. Yeah, and we will have, awesome. again, we will have an entire episode dedicated yeah. to talking about our feelings on that. So, because yeah. we then went to the screening after that, there was a little bit of a group break in there for us to kind of like recover a bit. We filmed our video with uh, quick impressions yeah. and favorite highlights and stuff like that. Going to the screening was a ton of fun. They gave us these incredible posters, Bill. I still have yours. Yep, you do. These incredible posters yeah. of the poster that they've yeah, released. Like it pops and out. Pen. Yeah. And it's all embossed. So the, but, the um, Pinfinity. So fun thing with these Pinfinity pins um, is that if you download the app and you, it's kind of like a QR code. You take it, you take a video of the, the pin, a video pops up and it's really, really fun. It's really cool. Yeah. 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 So, so that was that was our Friday, which was yeah. insane, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. the biggest day, the busiest day for sure. And then Saturday, the only like main like big panel for sure we were going to go to was Kirkman was doing a panel in Hall H, which like Ryan mentioned, we were very lucky to get like reserved seats for, so we didn't have to worry about waiting in line or anything. Um, and yeah, that was. In terms of content that was being announced there, most of it was pretty much everything that they had already announced in the other panels. Mm -hmm. We had talked a little bit about this, that I think Hall H was, I think, having some panels being put together probably a little bit later than they typically do because of the whole actor strike and the yeah. writer strike and everything that, that it seemed like Kirkman... I would assume Kirkman probably like volunteered to be like, Hey, well, let's go they, over all the things we're announcing in another panel in Hall Knowing H. what they knew, I wouldn't have been surprised if they're like, Oh, writer strike. And we're still putting together these panels. All right. Invincible yeah. is now in there. Cause from yeah. what we were able to see and hear and like can tell the invincible panels were packed. They were sold out. Like you, yeah. they, they were past capacity. They could have filled Hall H. They will probably be in Hall H next year, which oh is ridiculous. So it was so cool to go into Hall H and just see the room where it happens. You know what I mean? Where yeah. the Marvel movies and DC movies and everything Hall are now. Hall H was is... incredible. It Dude, was incredible. Yeah. Like there are, so when you walk in, there's probably 40 or 50 rows in the back that have three, I think three or four monitors that are right there for you to see. You can't yeah. even barely see the stage. It's so deep. It's yeah. so deep. Yeah. And then you get in and then there's like two more huge, gigantic monitors. And then there's the stage. It was, and then the main stage with its own huge movie theater guys, sized screen. It was, it was, it was just, just sitting in Hall H knowing what's been in that, in that room <laughs> was an incredible experience it was like seeing a blue whale for the first time like you're swimming in the ocean <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and a blue whale how can a room be you. this big and you're like oh my god what am i yeah. I'm, I'm like i'm seeing god right now like it was yeah i didn't know really that holly oh my that god big. bill i didn't know you liked it that much <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hell. i mean i just don't like and, god that much it's it's and it's the sound system the sound system inside hall h i was genuinely concerned that i was gonna have hearing damage when we left it was so aggressively loud yeah that like they played the trailer and I still couldn't focus on half the lines that were said because like I was concerned that my eardrums were going to rupture. It was yeah. crazy. So it was the fun coolest, to see. The coolest them. feel was the was the chairs vibrating during, yeah. during yeah. all the scenes and, and the trailers and stuff it was nuts. And yeah, I thought that it was a little funny um, that the actual chairs, they're just like chairs, just like table chairs. They're nothing crazy, um, yeah. but they are nicer than all the rest of the halls. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Did you guys and it was too? funny. It oh, was yeah. funny too because we had the reserved seats, so we got to go up to where the little green back seats were. We yeah. just found some empty ones, sat down, and as we're we're sitting there for probably fifteen minutes, and Bill like turns to us and goes, "Does anybody else feel kind of upset that nobody's come to check our passes to make sure that we're allowed to have these seats?" <laughs> and like as he said that, a guy just like appears, like, "Can I see your tickets, please?" And we're like, "Tickets, no, thank please." You so much. <laughs> it was very funny. So it was first, cool. It's like it was like the first time you get ID'd when you're 21 and you're drinking yeah. in a bar. You're like, yeah. yes, you mm-hmm. can see my ID. Bill's like, I didn't sneak into this one and go <laughs> past the line this time. I actually have a ticket. Um, but getting to see those trailers again on, on that stage was awesome. Uh, yeah. Then we made it over to the Energon Universe panel, uh, which was a lot of fun. Daniel Warren Johnson up there, and um, uh, he's awesome. Josh Williamson and uh, yeah. Kirkman and yeah. Sean Makowitz. And getting to see them talk about the Energon universe and Void Rivals and Transformers and talk a bit about the future of that, what it's like and how it came about. Also really great. Got to get a, a, an exclusive ash can and everything for that, which was cool. Yeah. Very cool. Super Daniel cool. Daniel Warren Johnson, you would not know that he is one of the most the most prolific like comic book creators right now. Like he he's an artist, he's a writer, and he is so fucking cool to like just listen yeah, to yeah. him talk. And he's so he's excited about stuff. Like he's not mm-hmm. He's not like, um, uh, uh, he's just genuine. Yeah, he's yeah. really genuine. He doesn't seem like he's an asshole at all, which you kind of feel like someone would be at that level. Just a cool fucking guy. Just a cool yeah. guy. And then we must have just passed out. I think we just, yeah. that was a lot. I know we got food and we walked around. Also, outside of the convention, like Mitch told us this going into San Diego Comic Con, that basically the entire downtown area shuts down, like streets were closed. There's mm-hmm. all these, you know, themed activations happening. Restaurants had like themed around certain shows and whatnot. So we, I'm sure throughout Saturday and Friday, we had moments where we're walking around, yeah. getting food, doing other. They're stuff. not yeah. shut down. They're right. wide open. The streets but, are. The streets are shut the down. Con. The streets are it shut was, down for the cars. Is what the, I yeah. The, the streets were. I mean, honestly, guys, it was as busy inside the con. It was some parts were so congested you couldn't like move. Yeah. You couldn't move. You yeah, were in yeah. line to get out of wherever you were. And that's how downtown was at some points. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't yeah. walk, but it was really fucking cool. I have a gripe though. I have a gripe and I'm going to say it for all the, all the, all the people that are vendors in it. Yeah. Um, just crowded with people after the con ended, just, just thousands of people they yeah. all have money in their pockets and they're all hungry. And every bar and every restaurant closes at 10 p.m. Come on, you're missing out on yeah. so much money. We were so hungry and we walked for so long to <laughs> to like just go back to the hotel and and get like quick yeah. service. It was there, oh, that was surprising. Stay open fair, for TJ, longer. To be fair, TJ, there was someone at every corner spinning a sign saying that Subway Sub Shop was open 24 hours. <laughs> they were the only ones <laughs> yeah. open. And all, they, they were the only ones. So open. much money. They had to yeah. have made so much money. Oh yeah. Yeah. They could just be open for those four days and then close for the rest of the year and yeah. be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then there was uh, the final day, Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Wyatt, you and Nicole headed home. We had to leave. Our flight was at like two. So we met up with you guys in the morning just to like check in, say yep. say our goodbyes. Um, we got to say bye we... to Ryan Otley. And, yeah. yeah. Um, we, uh, we uh, me, TJ, Bill, and actually Mitch got to go meet and say hi to Ross Marquand, 
the mm-hmm. voice of uh, several characters in Invincible, including Immortal and Aquarius. And um, he was an uh, absolute delight to talk to. He is such a cool guy. Dude, he, he spent, spent so, much time so much time with every us. single person in line. Awesome. Yeah. It was a, there was a pretty decent line, and he just took the time to talk to everybody that, yeah. like, that took the time to wait in line to talk to him. You know what I mean? Like Whether they wanted awesome. a selfie super, or a signature. He was Man. super personal too. Like he was asking questions about us and he wanted to, he was engaged and he wanted to know yeah. about us. He wanted to know like, yeah. like even, even not even specifically about the podcast or anything. It was just like, just engaging in conversation. We were yeah. the first people to ask him about Invincible, he said one which of is the awesome. First. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Right, I asked if it was um, the first and he was like, no, like it, I, I got the impression there weren't many, but uh, he's he's coming to our town, like our area, in a few months. So we might get a chance to meet him again, which would be great. Um, but all around good guy. Glad we got a chance to talk to him. Um, and then Sunday. So that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We <laughs> had been reaching out to try and get a chance to um, be part of the uh, interview circuit for Robert and... Corey and Ryan, uh, if they were doing any interviews or things after the uh, panel. Um, but it didn't work out whether we were just too late uh, to reach out or what. We didn't get to actually do an interview with them and sit down and record anything. Um, so I was able to get in touch with him and um, he tried to uh, meet up with us. And the only time that was available was uh, Sunday towards the end of the day, pretty much before we were leaving. Uh, and before he was leaving. And so we he, we made it a, a point to meet up at his hotel. We went down to the lobby and he turns the corner and he has Corey Walker with him. So there's a very there's a very infamous clip that we posted um, where it's just us talking about what we would do to meet Corey Walker. <laughs> and we didn't have to do any of those yeah. nefarious things. We just we didn't. fucking, he just walked right up to us. And we, also, it was, we had no idea. It was such an amazing experience to, to, to be talking to the two of them and to yeah. Corey, especially guys. So it was We've been doing this for over seven years. That, just the fact that Kirkman too, like took the time. He even told us, he's yep. like, hey, I'm heading to a panel that I really I really want to see. Um, but I wanted to make time you. to talk to you guys. Come with me. If you want, if you want to yeah. come with me, maybe we can chat a little bit afterwards. So we joined him for a really awesome uh, panel about um, covers, comic about covers. Uh, comic book covers. And it had uh, um, McFarlane there and uh, a bunch of other really awesome artists. One of the other artists was the one that did the um, art for the comic convention itself, like the San Diego comic con yeah. convention. Um, so it was just them talking about their different random covers and where they got the ideas for them and, and, and inspiration. Um, it was really good. It was really funny. Um, yeah. So on the way it, to the panel, was... it's because why you, you knew that we were trying to meet up with Robert and yeah. it might happen. And so we told you like, Hey, well, you know, we really wanted you to get a chance to meet. Um, so while we were walking to that panel with Robert Kirkman, uh, I called you, Wyatt. Yeah. So when when Nicole and I were getting ready to leave, because we had to leave at like 11 to make sure we're at the airport, I joked with you guys and with Nicole. I was like, 
I know he's still trying to make it happen. I know the minute that I get on the plane, it he's going to call you guys like that's just it's part of the invincible curse. Now that I'm part of the podcast, I have you to understand the curse it. Of- yeah. You understand it. <laughs> so I joked about that and was like, hey, I, I cannot possibly be disappointed with my Comic Con experience. Like, met Otley, got to talk to him outside the con, just me and him. Like, that was incredible. All the stuff that happened, so cool. But yeah, we head towards head to the airport head to our gate get through security and everything and our flight actually got delayed by like 20 minutes and in that 20 minutes where we're still like waiting for our gate yeah i get a call from ryan and i'm like hey what's up and he's like hey do you have a minute i'm like yeah sure and you just go okay hang on and i like look at my phone to see if you're gonna try to facetime me or something and i put the phone back to my ear and i just hear robert kirkman go hey wyatt sorry we missed you and i was just like (laughs) That's okay. <laughs> and Nicole looks at me and is like, you're talking to Robert Kirkman, aren't you? And like, she could tell just by my face that I was yeah. like freaking out. And he's like, yeah, we've just been really busy. And I, we talked about all the stuff that got announced. It was like, yeah, it's been so cool. It's been, you know, everything you guys announced. Thank you so much. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk to Corey? And at that point, I didn't even know that Corey was with him or with you guys or whatever. So I was like, that one sure. I didn't expect. <laughs> that one I did not expect, and I felt yeah. a little bad. I was like, because because I was like, oh, this will be a fun little surprise for Wyatt. You know, Robert yeah. Kirkman on the phone. You're 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 a smart guy. You can talk about Invincible. It'd be a fun little surprise. When he said you want to talk to about talk to Corey, I was like, oh my god, because I put myself yeah. in your position where if that happened to me. Oh man, I was already. To, to be like, fair, Corey's face looked the same too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he did. He was like, uh, I was, uh. I was already like frozen, and I had like, I think I was like grabbing Nicole's leg as I'm like talking on the phone, and then he's like, "Do you want to talk to Corey?" Uh, Nicole afterwards was like, "You've like gripped onto my leg." I think at that point, and we but it was again so awesome. He's so nice. We just talked again, talked about all the stuff that got announced and. And I just, you know, thanked both of them for everything that they're doing with Invincible right now. And he was just like, yeah, thank you for for liking it and for consuming it and all that stuff. It was incredible. And then literally hang up with you guys. And they're like, "Okay, time to board. And I'm just like walking on the plane like what just happened right now. (laughs) At least it was probably the fastest flight ever because you just sat there and like this. I don't I don't remember half the flight because I was just sitting there just like, oh, my God, I just I have to say I have to say this. And I think we may have joked about this, but the first time we met Robert Kirkman at New York City Comic Con years ago, the same fucking thing happened. I was on the phone with Liz after yeah. we met him and he was walking up. He's like, Oh, who are you talking about? You tell, telling somebody all the secrets that I just told you. And then I'm like, ah, and I handed him the phone and it was Liz. And she <laughs> talked to Robert Kirkman for probably three minutes and then came back to me. She's like, who was that? And I'm like, that was Robert Kirkman. She's like, no, it wasn't. Shut up. I told him the whole time that it wasn't Robert Kirkman. And I thought it was somebody joking. And yeah. I'm like, no, you literally had a conversation. When, with Robert when Kirkman. Kirkman said, do you want to talk to Corey? I thought he was joking and that I was going to hand the phone to Bill. And Bill yeah. would be like, hey, Wyatt, how's it going? And it was going to be all just like them making a joke. So when I could tell it wasn't Bill, I was like, oh, my God, this is really Corey Walker that I'm talking to right now. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was such it, a perfect it was just incredible. way to be like, and that is my San Diego Comic-Con exactly. trip. Go get on the plane and right? like, oh. You get off the plane into the the, the, the convention. It's like, hi, Ryan Otley. And then exactly. you're like boarding the plane. It's like, bye, Corey perfect, Walker. Perfectly bookended. <laughs> incredible what a trip guys what a trip that was insane oh uh the last couple of things we had go ahead i was gonna 
finish it up on our end too. Like like after the um the panel, uh Kirkman just kind of like we we found a corner and we just got to geek out about our excitement of all the announcements that happened over uh over the con and you know our excitement for season two and just geek out about all, like the games that are coming out, all that stuff. So yeah, it was yeah amazing. And again, his, his like why it just kind of like uh bookended our our whole experience at, at San Diego yeah. Comic Con. Yeah, and 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 again, I know we talk about it a lot on the podcast, but Corey Walker has such an influence on on Invincible, and an even bigger influence now on the show that he's an executive producer. That it was just a surreal moment to meet him and and talk to him, and he is so funny of, and surreal. Again, one and... of one of the un- most unintentionally funny people yeah. yes. I've ever met, which makes him so much more funny. He's so confident, yeah. endearing. The, he's in, endearing. In, yeah, he's so confident in who the fuck he is. Like he does not care, and it just makes it that much better. Endearing is perfect. DJ. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna make a, a hot take. I'm gonna throw it out there. I think he liked us. <laughs> I think he liked us. I think he liked talking to us. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I, I don't think, wanna uh, say I don't wanna company. Say, I don't wanna say that we're gonna <laughs> that I think that I hope that we're gonna be able to get him on the podcast because I don't want it to be jinxed, but I think that I, I'm hoping that that's like someday. I hope maybe if Kirkman in, in comes with him, he would yeah. he'd be willing yeah. to come on the show sometime. Yeah. Or or like I, of course I'd we'd love to have him just on his own too but um yeah hopefully one day we'll get him on it'd be cool if someday if if he does do another comic or something in the universe it'd be cool to have him on for that yeah he I he mean, actually made it he made a joke alone. oh i know i'm not saying the show isn't enough yeah cory cory walker made a joke about how he would be on the podcast about how we he'd at, we'd ask a question and, and everything and he'd just be like okay and i'm just realizing now what it would be like it would be like in the fifth element when ruby rod is trying to interview bruce willis <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let's make this you clear you are the ruby rod in this yes. situation bill <laughs> yeah a hundred percent i'll even wear the fucking costume i'll 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 have the hair i'll i'll look like ruby rod. yeah <laughs> oh i need to rewatch it and that cory walker would just be like thrilled tj <laughs> <laughs> oh, hates the oh, development man. guys i don't uh, hate it i just think it's okay like mexican so. food Last last little bit of uh, things that came out of it were um, one getting to see a bunch of cosplay. We saw uh, a saw handful. Tara. We saw yeah. Tara. We saw Tara. a fucking Tara, which was, was the best. That was the best. Yeah. That was incredible. She nailed it too. Uh, yeah, she killed it. At least yeah. three Adam Eves in the same room at one time. Um, yeah. uh, a few Invincibles, four maybe five over the whole thing. Took a bunch yeah. of photos as much one as we could. Omni Man, right? What was oh a couple on me, man. Yep. Couple, okay, yeah. a couple. I am yeah. sad that I didn't I didn't see this couple in person, but after we got yes. back, I saw pictures of a couple that did a gender swapped Mark and Eve, where yeah. the girl was Mark and oh, the I guy was that. Eve. And she and they had said like the reason they did that is that it just felt right because she's Korean and he's a ginger. <laughs> so it was oh, like, nice. oh, this just makes sense for us to do that. And their costumes look so cool. Like, yeah, that yeah, was, was cool. awesome to see. Is that, that is good. that, uh, did you see that on Twitter or Instagram or? Yeah, Twitter. it was on Twitter where Twitter. I saw it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll try and find it and send it to you. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Um, 
we've uh, got to meet up with, uh, or at least say hi to and chat for a little bit with the comic book couples counseling podcast, who has done a incredible job doing a deep dive into Mark and Eve's relationship throughout the comics. That was a lot of fun getting to chat with them for a little bit. And then we also got to meet up with comic book keepers, uh, another podcast and show who we actually met up with. Well, Wyatt and I were in line to get into the invincible panel. Yeah. Uh, And I know that comic book keepers uh, did a good job uh, covering the Massiverse panel as well. So like that was a uh, that was pretty cool. Um, then the last thing we have on here is Skybound uh, is doing something called the Invincible Cover Clash. Fans can pick their favorite covers and enter for a chance to win exclusive prizes. You can find that at cover-clash.com, um, and it, it's not set up yet, but that'll be the site for that. So yeah, very cool. So I have a uh, uh, an email by. Um friend of the podcast chris i think chris wise right is this who Mm -hmm. this is from all right so hey guys so much to discuss first adam eve was so so awesome skybound definitely cares about us uh then we got the release dates for season two i'm calling it right now that episode 204 which would be episode four of season two Mm -hmm. is going to end like issue 25 did what episode or what issue is that is that um issue 25 ends with Issue 25 ends with him meeting Omnan on Thraxa. Ooh. I'm going to say that I think it's not going to be him meeting. I'm going to say it ends with the fight on Thraxa. I'm going to vote to not talk about this because we can go on for an hour. That's true. That's true. Where's Where's the end of season two? What is this? We could talk for so long about that. That'll be our our subscribe to our YouTube (laughs) next, next, (laughs) next episode. We'll talk about that in a future episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Continue. Continue. Those those bastards. But how else could they do it? Uh, It works way too well. And the world is going to explode when they see it. So I think he thinks it's going to end with uh, the fight. Uh, then, with the other announcements, Skybound is going to bankrupt me with all the new Invincible content. I'm definitely getting a Steam Deck after Bill's oh glowing God. review. What up? 100%. Uh, and the announcement of the new Adam Eve game. I don't know what I expected, but it was way less than what we got. I'm absolutely blown away by everything. TJ said it best. We are in the era of Invincible, and damn, it feels good. Also, Wyatt's tattoo is fucking sick. There it is. Uh, great line work, super rad placement, and the black is filled so well. Crazy coincidence, though, because I got a new tattoo myself. See pictures. Uh, and we can probably yep, post them I'll here. put them in. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see here. I got a new tattoo myself. See pictures. Uh, it's technically my second Invincible tattoo. The first one uh, was a small Omni-Man that my buddy drew, <laughs> but I couldn't be happier with the new one. Guess which one I paid more for. I definitely want to add more characters and possibly do a villain's piece on my leg. Awesome idea. It's a really great tattoo. This is insane. Um, it's so yeah, yeah, good. It, it is fucking cool. Um, let me know what you guys think and which characters to do next. As always, stay awesome. Love, Chris. Uh, I also have to plug my artist because he was so good. Um, it's at Josh Prolio. Uh, it's his personal account. And at Trademark Society Tattoo is his shop at Instagram. And we'll pop those up on the screen as yeah. well. Um, Jeez. But it is Alan, incredible. So it's 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 Alan, Mark, and Omni Man Nolan. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, we'll put phenomenal. it. Phenomenal. They look phenomenal. Yeah. It's one of the better 
invincible tattoos that I've seen. Because yeah. as I said, I want to get an invincible tattoo next. So I've done I've been like going down the Google image rabbit hole of like trying to find, you know, good examples of that stuff. And his looks so good. Yeah. It, yeah. it looks yeah. Amazing. And I mean it is this is half a sleeve, guys. It's like his yeah. his it's a oh, big yeah. from his shoulder to his elbow. And it's just a massive bicep that Chris has, like massive. So you you could you could imagine the size of Omni Man's biceps on this true. massive bicep. It's true. Thanks for the picture and the email, Chris. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. I think we got. Uh, what do we got? One more. One more. I have email? one more email. It looks like. Uh, so this says, uh, this is from Jose Rodriguez, who we talked about a little bit before. Uh, he said, congratulations, you survived San Diego Comic-Con. Glad you made it out for the 20th anniversary of the greatest comic in the universe. It was fun seeing you all through the weekend, even Bill. <laughs> there it is. There <laughs> he it immediately is. insults you, and then the next sentence is, meeting Wyatt and Nicole for the first time, they're the nicest. <laughs> 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 he insults you, and then he compliments me and Nicole. <laughs> running into the legendary Mitch once more uh, with a buffet of announcements. We got to eat this convention, seeing your shout out during the panel was okay. awesome. Watching mm -hmm. the Adam Eve special with over a thousand fans was a definite highlight, man. That poster is so pretty skybound booth. Having such crazy lines was new. What were some of your highlights from San Diego Comic-Con? Unapologetically, still Bill's arch enemy, which I didn't even know was like a thing for Jose, but it is yeah. now. Oh, it uh, was. Jose Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. Wyatt, the curse is real, and you're going to have an arch enemy. Because, I like because it. Because TJ's like it. got one. I've got one. Ryan's got probably four or five, but they just... They stay quiet. Or, or this means yeah, now that quiet. we have Wyatt, I will actually get one. Oh, True. yeah. Okay. It's possible. Right. Um. Man. Yeah, we we definitely went over. I think all of our all highlights, of, our highlights of, of yeah. things, and and honestly, meeting Jose and having, like I mentioned, having that moment where like he recognized me before I recognized him was definitely one of the highlights for me too. It was awesome. Jose's yeah. dedicated, man. He for as much as we hate each other, I'm gonna give him props. Yeah. Like he <laughs> he was in the front row for almost every Invincible panel, every yeah. every merch oh, line, yeah. every Invincible panel. Everything. I don't know how he did it. He was in the front. In the front yeah. of everything, no matter what time of day we were, we saw him. He was in the front of that line. Yep, crazy, crazy. Um, and again, Adam Eve being in that uh, screening and talking about the reactions. We're going to talk all about that stuff when we talk about Adam Eve in our Adam Eve episode. But yes, very excited to talk about that. Um, that's the bulk of this episode. Uh, you guys got a couple more minutes. We talk, do our issue spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. All right, TJ. All right, so, so as our so, so if you're just finding us, if you haven't listened to the last couple episodes, uh, issue spotlight is a new segment that we've been doing over the past couple episodes, where we just pick each of us take a turn picking a random issue uh, of Invincible, and it's it's typically random. Um, and it's we just not go over. It but. it's not random. It's, it, we try to make it somewhat random, but it, the, whoever's turn it is to do it is choosing uh, what yeah. issue to do. Um, and we just go over that individual issue and it, it helps highlight uh, the some of the bigger issues or some of the lesser known issues um, and, and do like a, a recap. It's our way of doing a recap. So uh, it's my turn this week. And this week I chose. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I don't know the issue, but I know what happens in the issue. And it is uh, the King Lizard uh, shooting Rex in the head. 
Ooh. and Rex losing his hand. That's, that's what you picked. Call. I don't know what issue it is, but that's the one you picked. That's a good so, one. You're so <laughs> TJ so looks fucking like obvious. You're right. Yeah, he's <laughs> that it, TJ. Is that it? No, that's not it. I knew oh, that was going to be your guess, though. Okay, I, I knew that guess. was going to be your guess. I have a it's guess. It's either that or the death, death of Rex. This was the issue that Otley said was one of his favorites when they asked him, which is issue, I think, 63 is what he said. And I know that is one of your favorite, like, covers. And I remember when Otley said that. It I feel like I heard is. you down the road being like, yes. And being yeah. like, is that the, that's not the bulletproof one, is it? No. Oh, that's okay. the that's that's conquest. Conquest. Yeah, conquest, yeah. conquest fight. Yeah, it's one of the conquest issues. Yeah. Is that it? No. TJ would not pick a conquest All right, then I'm going to round out with the third issue that is TJ's favorite, even though I don't think this is it either. But is it, what is it, 33? Angstrom Levy? Levy? Um, that would also be a good one, but no. Yeah. Um, we However, we did pick your like three top. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you did for sure, for sure, for sure. But uh, I, I'm we're gonna save those ones. I like um, but guys, I mean, San Diego Comic Con was awesome, and the highlight of San Diego Comic Con was meeting Corey Walker. Why would I not go with a Corey Walker issue? All right. Issue one hundred and twenty-eight. Flax and dimension. Nice. nice. Nope. Nope. That, those are in the 90s. Uh, issue 128 this... was oh. uh, two up, two issues after Reboot, uh, and Corey Walker did a run between 127 and 132. Uh, and it, this was right around the time that we actually started doing the podcast. Uh, so Our second episode, or our second issue that we yeah. reviewed live. So uh, this issue, um, the, the previous issue, 127, what happened in that one was uh, Adam Eve did, uh, told Mark that she had been with another guy in the four years. Uh, um, don't that, remind where she, me where she presumed Mark to be dead. So Mark was gone for four years. So that panel uh, this is one issue, of my favorite drawings by Corey Walker, where she tells yeah. him. Yeah. So this Guys, issue actually. That's just, that's just, I'm sorry. That's just, I, I just, just to recap, like imagine Adam Eve went without Mark for five years, but Mark sure. went like a couple of days without Adam Eve. And he just has to accept the fact that she was with somebody else. Yeah. That is so hard. Good for you, Mark. Good for you. Go ahead. Well, that's what this issue is about. Um, or somewhat. So um, it starts out with uh, some members of the Coalition of Planets getting bombed by Ursul, who was sent by Thrag. So Thrag is still like in the middle of his, like he's just starting his takeover or still in the middle of his takeover. Um we get uh, Thrag talking to Urshel, like saying, you know, she's out there doing stuff. Uh, then we get the uh, pickup of where it left off on the previous issue, where um, Eve is talking about Kubian, uh, who is the guy that she was hooking up with um, and had a relationship while Mark was away. Such a uh, surfer douchebag, too. He's such a surfer douchebag. While Mark was away. And Mark is, you know, sad about it, but he's he's grown, too. Like, he understands, like, hey, I was gone for years. Like, I don't fault you for this, right? Uh, they hug, you know. This is the issue where we get Tara Aww. at her peak cuteness. Yeah. yeah. 
it's it starts with her and she's talking to Eddie, which is her um her educational oh, robot. robot. Oh, my God. Uh, and she's running around and she's picking flowers for Eddie, for this robot, right? And and Eddie is like, oh, like uh the sunlight and photosynthesis uh work with flowers. And she's like, I, I don't care, I just want to play. I just want to play. <laughs> uh she's having this whole conversation with him about that. Uh, and this is also uh, the uh, an issue where Mark is trying to establish himself um, as her father, right? Getting to know his, this little girl that he missed out on so much time. And she just like, she doesn't care. She's just like, you're my daddy and I love you. And it is what it is. Like, like she doesn't even like, like no time has passed. Tara is just like, you're my daddy. You know what I mean? You're my dad. And he's just like trying to like play with her. And it's just so like easy. It's so easy. And um. Uh, she talks about how she wants to go pick. Uh, oh boy, I forget the names here. Um, I forget what it, what it is, but some kind of uh, fruit that uh, she wants to go pick with her dad. Uh, but he, she's like, but you know, it's kind of far away. And Mark goes, that's okay. We could fly there. And she goes, yeah, she's so excited. So he picks her up and he takes her in the air and she freaks out and she's like, no, no, no. So he puts her back down the ground and she goes, you're not supposed to fly me that high. And he goes, okay, we're back on the ground. It's okay. We don't have to fly. And she goes, no, no, no. I, I want to fly. J just not that high. Like Kirkman writes. So good. <laughs> little kids like so well, like it's definitely <laughs> something that they're, that like a little kid would say. This was, this so, was like one of my favorite eras too, because yeah. like my kids were, my kids were young. I remember I like, if you go back to when we reviewed these issues, I just gushed over all of this. And I'm like, I've yeah. never read something that is so well written about kids. And yeah. it was, yeah. it was awesome. I loved this fucking era. I loved it. This is so probably the issue that made Tara like other than Mark, maybe Tara being my favorite a hero. character. Yeah. She's a hero. She's the hero. Yeah. yeah. She's it's incredible. Yeah. We get another scene and, and they're coloring together and, and Mark's like, can I, can I use the blue uh, marker? And she's like, no, I'm using that. And he's like, all right, can I use the yellow? And she goes, no, I'm using that too. And she, he's like, can I have the red one? And she just kind of like looks at him and smiles and she goes, no more markers for you, daddy. And then he like starts tickling her. It's just so good. It's There's just like father, daughter, like great feel good scenes there's yeah. multiple of them in this issue i just flipped through it multiple of those moments where it's like her smirk at him or mark having a realization in a, in a couple pages from this like those silent moments where that you can just see that expression on the character's face like they're they're thinking something Corey did yeah. a great job with those yeah yep so good. um and the, the part that you're talking about where he's like reading her a storybook um and they're, they're just giving looks to each other and they're taking taking turns reaching uh reading uh every other page like just really good moments. Other things that are going on in this uh, in this issue, um, Alan and uh, Talia are uh, being romantic with each other, and Alan is distracted because he's always thinking about is Thrag and finding him and stopping him, and and she's not having any of it because she, she's trying to get it. You know, what I mean, she's trying to get it. Um, <laughs> so Alan goes to a uh, coalition of planets meeting. Um, or so he thinks. So he shows up and do you remember this this woman? Oh do yeah, remember, the fucking uh, little lizard uh, queen. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um uh. 
Yeah, that's the voice that we gave her. She can't probably wait, saw. Can't wait to see her in live uh, in animated series. I, I had to take a moment like and was like, "She hasn't been in the live action series." No, no, that's me remembering listening to the podcast and you guys doing that is why yeah. I thought that was like. Yep. Oh, so she's there and she's all by herself uh and it's an ambush it's a uh, representative alaya is her uh -huh. name uh and she's there illegally she like he even says like you're gonna be you're gonna have your seat taken away from you for trying to like falsify a meeting right and she goes oh don't worry about that you're not gonna last right she's like if you had listened to me years ago when i told you to do this and do it my way then thrag would not be in power right now and he wouldn't be an issue and now it's time we're gonna overthrow you we're gonna we're gonna take you down so all of alan's bodyguards start just beating the shit out of him and he's like why why are you doing this and he's she's explaining that while he's getting his ass kicked saying like you should have followed my direction you know if, if you had done it none of this would have happened and then when she basically says everything and and why she's doing it ellen basically just stands up and she's like all right i've just kind of like been you know playing possum basically just to hear why you just would do this and, why, and yeah. you know yeah. and then he just fucks them all up uh with ease and then um he uh goes to her and he's like i'm gonna take away your seat in the council and banish you and she goes you think i didn't plan for this possibility and there's a big explosion that happens uh the 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 building like explodes he flies off like miles away and then the last thing you see of him is like him completely like shriveled up on the ground he's just like oh and his eyeball is missing like his, his yeah. from his eye socket uh so that's the last you see of him uh and then the last uh scene is mark uh and eve talking um and she's like you know are you still sad about like my my relationship with kubian he's like of course i am i would be i would be crazy not to be sad about it but i can be sad and not uh, put you in any fault uh, either but honestly like the thing I'm most worried about is the fact that like why hasn't anybody from earth gotten back to me or gotten gotten back about the news about the fact that I'm still alive like we haven't heard anything from earth like I hope everything is okay and then the final uh, page is a full page spread of Omni-Man and Robot and the immortal fighting a bunch of Viltrumites oh, the, te the technicians the technicians technicians yeah, yeah. thank you yeah, technicians yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cool issue. The, uh, the the another shout out to the Compa Couples Counseling podcast. They did they covered this extensively on their episode um, that I listened to before San Diego Comic Con, and just that whole relationship moment, like you were talking about, Bill, about how how she kind of moved on and everything like that, and then the way Robert Kirkman wrote it into that children's story with the Oppel and Doppel, and like the Oppel mm -hmm. was always looking for someone she was looking mm -hmm. for her doppel and she searched forever to find it and when she couldn't find it she was really it made her really sad and mark is like hearing eve read this and he has this realization of like oh shit she she waited she probably waited for me she tried she tried to find me she probably waited like like it, can, it, it's great it breaks it breaks that reaction down into like a couple different panels where you see mark like pause and have realization. that realization yeah like like what but it's not just like through. a it's not just like a two-dimensional like moment where it, in, in like normal comic books where it's like oh this character cheated on this other character or this character moved on like it's such a unique way to it's a unique perspective because all this time passed for eve no time passed for mark how yeah. do those two people that experience two separate like reactions to this thing how do they like 
how do they move forward from this yeah. without hating each other? And they did it and they overcame it. So good. It still makes yeah. me sick to my stomach though. Like thinking <laughs> about it. sick to my stomach. Not only did they get over it five issues later, they get married. So like it yeah. was no issue. Like, I mean, they yeah. got through it. No problem. I think so. that's kind of the point though. They're like, let's stop this exactly. stuff from happening to us. We know that we're meant to be together. Let's just do yeah. it. Yeah. So good issue, TJ. Oh, good good yeah. So all four of us have done an issue spotlight, which you'd think would mean it'd go back to Wyatt, but, but it doesn't, uh, but it doesn't. It does we're going to do something different here for our fifth one. And then we'll go back to Wyatt and continue the cycle, but we're going to bring in a guest uh, uh, issue spotlight. And mm -hmm. for this, for anyone that has made it, to the end of this podcast. Congratulations. God bless it's, you. It's going to be you. Um, <laughs> no, we want a, we want a, a listener to write in with a issue spotlight. So make that the subject on the email, just be issue spotlight and just pick an issue, any issue you want, something that means something to you, something that was uh, impactful, something that you were excited to talk about and write, you know, a, a paragraph or two about it. Like this is your chance to write a long email. Like we're not going to read it before you. We're going to open it up and we're going to pick one randomly. And if we don't pick yours, write in in a few months when we do it, when we get to the end of the cycle again. Um, and we just think it'd be cool to let somebody else talk a bit about uh, an issue. It could um, be an email or it could be a video. Even better. Even, even better. better. Mm -hmm. If you could, uh, if you want, shoot us an email, including an audio or video link. Um, and we'll include that in our uh uh, next uh, next main episode. But that's it. That does it for our big post San Diego Comic-Con episode. Um, so much, guys, so much. That was ridiculous. Like we could have talked yeah. for even longer about back. the actual con experience. You were 1,000% uh, holding back. Oh yeah, there, there was so yeah. much. Um, yeah. But I think we did a good job getting through it all. And we've got a lot more to come because we are going to have our Adam Eve episode coming out soon. We have our Invincible Dice Game playthrough coming coming out soon. Uh, and then before long, we're going to be back with more episodes. We, we got to talk more about that, uh, 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 the trailer, where we think season two is going to break, where do we think yeah. it's going to end. Um, there's going to be a lot to talk about. And that's very exciting. We'll have games soon, more board games, more video games. Um, I've got, uh, nope, this, this last email is going to be for the Adam Eve episode. So if you want to write in with your thoughts on the Adam Eve episode, send that in as well, because we'll be able to talk more about that during uh, during that episode. Um, I think that does it. Is there anything else I'm missing, guys? No, I think that's yeah. everything. I think that's you, all we're going to put into this episode. That's right. You wanted more. Thank you, Wyatt, for doing the music, man. Of course, every time. Of course. And uh, TJ, Bill, this was fun. You want to do it again? Next a blast. Year? I don't want to talk to you guys for at least three weeks. <laughs> no, no, we, we have to record the Adam Eve special. We've got to record that episode. I know. Of course, I want to I do it again next year. That would be awesome. I want to yeah, go to San Diego Comic Con every year. I'm hooked. All right. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you for making it this far. Uh, it's going to be a fun year, and uh, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. 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 I'm trying to get ready for the intro. I'm good. I got to have that positive feeling.
All right, are we ready? We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by Bill. <laughs> so I was like, I can't start the intro with Sorry. Bill touching his nipples. All right. <laughs> All right.